Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1400, air date February 22nd, 2024. All right, everyone, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Um, welcome to our town hall. And we do these town halls uh, once a week. And today we've decided that we're going to broadcast our town hall uh, to everyone, and not only on um, uh, not only on um, uh, not only on uh, you know to our internal Zoom, we're going to be town. Uh, we're going to be live streaming it to everyone. So welcome. And as a part of this, um, I want to direct everyone to our website, which people can find on shivaforpresident.com. And on that website, people will see that um, we have a. Uh, on the website, if I go to it here, you'll see that we have a very important free download over here. And on this download, um, there is a flyer. And everyone should go, first of all, get the bumper sticker out there. And the way you can find that is if you go to our shop, you can go get the bumper sticker. But I'll come back to that. But one of the most important things we have on this flyer is, you know, Dr. Shiva, Truth, Food, and Health, President 2024, that's a header, but it says the lesser of two evils is killing our children. And by the way, Booby Kennedy is part of the lesser of two evils, even though he steals our slogans here. But the thing that we talk about are this fundamental graph that we've been talking about since the launch of our campaign in April of 2023. And we're the only campaign that discusses this. And what this campaign shows, uh, or what this flyer shows on the left side is this very, very powerful graph, and I'll zoom in on it so you don't miss it, is that on the x-axis is the years from 1980, 1970 till today. And this red graph is the life expectancy of America, of Americans. And it shows if you have a child today, your child is gonna have a shorter lifespan than you. So let that sink in and everyone should really let it sink in. And for those of you who have been to many of our town halls, um, you should really explain this to your neighbors. That. Shiva for president, our movement, our campaign is the only one that is focusing on this thing as the essential core of our campaign. This graph reflects the fact that those in power for the last 50, 60 years have no idea what they're doing, or for that matter, they do know what they're doing, which is to kill you and your children. And this is why we call we need a systems overhaul. Um, the swarm video I did gets to the heart of this, which basically says, that we must focus on building a bottoms-up movement to shatter the swarm. And shattering the swarm demands that we, first of all, come to terms with this. And coming to terms with this graph means you have to let go of all your illusions to think Trump, you know, Booby Kennedy, Biden, go down the list, that they're going to solve this. They have no interest in solving this because if they did, that the curvature of that graph would not be going down so precipitously. And it's not because of the vaccines. It's not because of any one thing poisons in the air. It's a reality that's emerged from a systems problem. And that's why we need a systems overhaul. We just played for everyone in our town hall, the swarm video, hundreds of millions of people have now seen this. Um, but what we do in our town halls is we have the solution also. We need to shatter the swarm. Everyone here needs to go to truthfromhealth.com and get educated on the nature of system science. And then fundamentally, everyone here also needs to understand that we do these town halls focus on different topics, okay? So those topics go from healthcare 
to environment, to education, to innovation, to government, and back to the economy. We rotate it. So today's on healthcare. All right. So that's what we do here. Okay. We do these town halls to educate people on particular things um, that are relevant to people. So uh, they're part of our uh, policy. But more importantly, our movement is not here to just talk, you know, and say, when I become president, we're going to do something. Our movement actually has solutions here and now. And many of you know, since 2020, you know, my work as a scientist, as an engineer, and our movement's work reached about a half a billion people throughout the world. Everyone knows, uh, even though Fucker Carlson and, this, and the mainstream media try to make us invisible, and the grifter media, people know, half a billion people in the world know Dr. Shiva and the movement for truth, freedom, and health, so they can't make it invisible. The more they attempt to make our movement invisible, the more people wonder that why they're making us invisible. So they, they're sort of caught um, in a checkmate there. But it is our movement that saved hundreds of millions of people's lives because we spoke about, not only spoke, but educated people at the right time. We did the right thing. We shared the truth at the right time. And we not only educated people on the immune system, but we also educated people on solutions, how to beef up the immune system, all right? So that's what we did. So we wanna review some of that because, can you get me some water, Jason? <clears throat> because when you look at what's going on, one second, guys. <clears throat> um, let me just go over here. All right, sorry about that. So we're back. Okay, thank you. So part of what we do, it's really important for people to understand what is the immune system and a very, very important systems property called resilience. How many people have heard about the term resilience? Anyone? R-E-S-I-L-E-N-C-E, -E -E, resilience. Okay, so Jerry, Raj, et cetera. Can anyone define resilience? I'm gonna choose uh, Sabre. So let's go to Sabre. So Sabre, can you define what resilience is? Can you unmute? or get well again. Yeah, so uh, Saber, you said it, the key word that is rebound, okay, from a sickness, all right? So, you know, in 2020, in March of 2020, I was the only person on the planet, for that matter, the only scientist, the only engineer scientist, the only political activist who called out the pandemic as a fear-mongering event which would destroy economies, which would push mandated medicine and destroy freedom. And you can go look at it. The receipts are all there. Booby Kennedy was promoting lockdowns. So if you're going to lead people 
and lead America, you have to start asking, what is a leader? A leader is somebody who tells the truth, that's one part of it, at the right time, that's a second part of it, but gives people the right action to mobilize them. You gotta do all three guys. Telling the truth two years later, that's not a leader. Booby Kennedy promoted lockdowns in 2020, saying it was good for saving the climate and the environment, and it was gonna stop the spread. And you go look at it. What did Trump do? Trump promoted lockdowns. He promoted the vaccine. He promoted uh, Big Pharma because Big Pharma was tanking. So anyone who's serious about changing the world who really wants to be an adult needs to go look at what a leader does. A leader tells the truth at the right time. So tells the truth, number one. Number two, at the right time and inspires people into action to address that problem that that truth reflects. Does that make sense? Does everyone agree that's the definition of a leader? So if you tell the truth two years later, when it's convenient, that's not a leader. That's an opportunist. It's an opportunist scumbag. If you don't offer solutions, well, what are you doing? You're an academic. You're just talking about how fucked up the world is and you demoralize people because you don't offer them a solution. So that's a demoralizer. You got to tell the truth at the right time to the right people with a solution. And what did we do in 2020? <laughs> it's all out there. We told the truth. Hey, the key here is it's not vax or anti-vax. It's beyond that. It's about the immune system. And then we gave a protocol, vitamin D, quercetin, zinc. And if you have people in ICU, give them high dose vitamin C. We, we laid it all out. And then we told Trump, don't lock down the fucking country. Do this and this and this. All right. We did all of that in 2020, and it's all out there. No one can deny it. They can't remove history. Um, but what they were promoting was to lock down the country. They were promoting Big Pharma's model, and they all made a ton of money doing that. All right? That's what they did. And, th and that's unforgivable what they did. And anyone who claims that they're a leader after all of this and tries to rewrite history, that's like Stalin or Hitler. And that's what they're doing right before your eyes. They're attempting to rewrite history and you should not let them get away with it. I'm not going to let them get away with it because we're at a moment in history where people need to choose the right leadership. So they purposely make me invisible, an MIT guy with four degrees, the inventor of email. Think about it. Guy who came bottoms up, who saved hundreds of millions of people's lives who exposed election systems integrity, who hit, who started the fire Fauci campaign. I did all that. Our movement did all that. But they make us invisible because all of these people want to continue that downward curve. They want to kill people. They don't care about the fact that if you have a child, your child's life is gonna, lifespan is going to be shorter. Does that make sense? I do. Our movement does. And you have to repeat this a billion times because people are brainwashed by this propaganda and they easily forget history. Booby Kennedy promoted lockdowns. So what was it in me that had the prescience to see all this? Well, that is called the knowledge of system science. And to those of you who are new here, welcome. But if you made it this far, getting over all the bullshit, all the not so obvious establishment, well, then you got to launch your next phase, your own phase transition 
to understand that there is a knowledge base called the knowledge of system science, nine principles. And with the, that knowledge base, you can understand how your body is a system, how everything in the universe is a system. And you will have the keys to unlock your own liberation, your, your own path to truth, freedom, health. And that's what we not only educate intellectually, but then we get people on the ground to fight, you know, to think and to heal. Getting on the ballot in every state is quite an extraordinary event. It's an incredible event. Booby effing Kennedy goes and takes 15, 20, and he begs for money. He just begged for what, 20 million bucks? Yeah. And he gets money from Zionist hoodlums to give him money. And then he gets fake signature collectors. He goes and gets signature vendors. He doesn't even do the work. He's a cheater. His whole life is cheating. Same with Trump and same with Biden. Our movement is the only one that actually has volunteers out there, actually going out in the rain and snow, actually collecting real signatures without signature vendors. So that's part of the warrior part of our movement, warrior scholars. And then every Thursdays, it's about a 20-hour day for me. We do the morning meetings. We don't charge anything for it. We don't ask for donations. And we do the evening meetings. And it, our movement is dedicated to educating you and to make you leaders, not followers. We have a whole leadership program. So as a part of that, you know, we have these six areas. Today's healthcare. But I want to educate you on resilience. And if you understand this concept and you really understand it, you know, um, and you understand the solutions we put together, you will become a liberated human being. You'll stand up on your own two feet. So our solution involves three parts. One is the political aspect, being an activist, and that's a truth, freedom, and health arm. We have the fact that we do science. We've created a platform for over 16 years where we can do scientific research better, cheaper, and faster than the biggest institutions on the planet. And we've shown that be it going after leukemia, be it looking at periodontal disease, osteoarthritis, cancer. We have a technology and a framework that literally does research at one one hundredth of the cost that they can do it at. And if you see right now, all of these big academic institutions, the, the fact is coming out, they have researchers who lie, who cheat, who plagiarize, you know, make up data. It's all out there and nothing happens to them, by the way. So the truth part of our movement has our own scientific open science institute and all of you can support that and then the health part of our movement now has relaunched our systems health educators program we did you know in um a couple of last weekend we are training systems health educators whether you're a doctor yoga teacher any citizen you can come here to cambridge or online and in an intensive workshop, we're gonna educate you how you can become a systems educator. We're not gonna wait for them. If you're a medical doctor, you should go through this program because frankly, you don't know how the body is a system. You may know how to see the body as parts, but you don't know how to see the body of a system. You see, we have solutions. We have real solutions. We, we address real problems. And we go at the heart of the issue. So if you wanna talk about health, Instead of me charging you thousands of dollars for this lecture, which is what they would do, they would say, oh yeah, come to my lecture, give me a $5,000 plate table. We're not gonna do that today. We're gonna educate you on this property called resilience. What is resilience? Well, um, Saber gave a definition of it. It's something that bounces back, okay? So if you wanna take 
A lot of people do this diet, that diet, ketogenic, all fruit, no fruit, plants, da 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 da. And frankly, people are all confused. Whether you follow the Western scientific model, or you followed your latest guru, most people, if you ask them, well, I tried this, I tried that supplement, but do you even know what's going on to your body? The first thing is what to do is where they're at. You can emphasize that with an Indian accent, okay? People don't know what to do. They try all this shit because someone told them to, oh, go on a ketogenic diet. Someone says, no, 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 no. Go on an all fat, you know, go on, you know, all protein diet. No, 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 no. Just eat raw foods. No, 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 no. Just eat fruit in the morning. So people are doing all this stuff and they're still getting fat, fatter, and they're, they're unhappier because they don't have a framework to look at all of this and make sense of it. And that is what our movement, my work has created, a framework of principles. And those principles help you figure out what's right for you. And you can look at a food and exercise. You can say, oh, what will this do to my body? And that took me 40 years to figure out. Now we gave some of that for people in our Truth for Health movement. And now we're relaunching our Systems Health Educator program. So we'll have people all over the world who can educate you how the body is a system. It's quite incredible. So we're not waiting for the swarm to do anything for us because they're just gonna kill us faster. But one of these principles of health, which I taught many years ago, and which you learn in engineering is called resilience. Resilience, so what is resilience? So we're gonna educate everyone today on what is resilience. And again, none of these presidential candidates will teach you anything except teach you how to be a Zionist cocksucker. That's what they'll teach you, okay? Seriously, they'll teach America how to be dependent on big pharma, how to be dependent on doctors who don't take a systems approach to the body, how to ba basically make you a slave. And the reason they do that is because they're all slaves. Trump is a fucking slave. He's a fake businessman. Biden is a slave. Booby is a slave. They all suck Zionist cock, and they're all part of this network of fools that have no skills. They've never worked hard. They're cheaters. And the reason they make our movement invisible is because we've gotten off the plantation. We don't need them. We don't need them at all. We go collect signatures. We all work hard. We don't need them. Our movement is getting you off the plantation and making you realize we're going to go collect signatures on our own. Yeah, it may be hard but we're going to go freaking do it because we're all, we're going to have that immigrant mentality of can do not whiny people who, Oh, I can't do it. No, we're going to go do it. And we're going to educate people how to do it. We're going to push people how to do it. We're going to make people Americans again. Resilience is what defines America or it did. As Sabre said, you take a hit and you come back. All right. Systems that are healthy, infrastructure, economic systems, your body have this property of resilience. It's an engineering term. So let's look at what resilience actually is, okay? So let's really understand resilience, okay? All right, so let's go to resilience and explain to you what is resilience. And to those of you joining, um, this is our healthcare uh, event. And I'm going to share a slide deck now so all of you can understand this principle of resilience, okay? Let me bring this up. Okay, there's our 
slide deck. All right. We share it with our crew over here first. I think we should be able to do it here. Okay, let me stop the screen. I have to go a different way. Okay. One second, everyone. I have too many things open. I'm a little getting a little bit memory intensive here. I have to close down some windows and help some. There we go. I have to share my entire screen to make this happen. Okay. All right. Let's save. Okay. Let's try again. All right, I think to the people on Zoom, this will work. And to other people, they're gonna have to sort of um, listen to me talk through it, okay. All right, can you guys see this? Yes? Kenneth, can you see this? Okay. All right, one second. All right, there you can see that. All right. I may have to do it a different way here. One second, everyone. If I'm not uh, able to share the slides, we can still do it, but I ideally wanted to share these slides with you guys. All right, let's see if this works now. All right, so we have a problem sharing the slide. So unfortunately, I'm gonna talk through it, okay? And um, we'll put the slides up later. But let me just begin by saying that um, what is resilience? Well, in order to understand resilience, there's another feature that needs to be understood, which is called, um, there's another property, which is called the property of stress, okay? Some of you may know what stress is. So stress is actually an engineering term that was defined by a guy called Hans Sele. So what is stress? So Stress uh, is an engineering term. So Hans Sele uh, was doing research and he noticed something quite fascinating. And he was doing research, you know, with rats. You know, he was an ex experimental scientist. And what he noticed was that he was, you know, he had a bunch of rats in a cage 
and he pulled one rat out, you know, to inject it with something. And what he noticed was that accidentally the rat fell on the ground and the other rats who were, and, and that rat itself was running around, got all stressed out. Um, the other rats in the cage saw this event and they got stressed out, right? Seeing one of their fellow um, rats being, uh, you know, uh, dealt with in, in, um, in, in this way, right? It was basically being chased around by this researcher. And what it led to was three phenomenon he noticed. So stress, and Hans Sele, S-E-Y-L-E, is known as the father of stress. So what Hans Sele noticed was that these animals, from the input of stress into their system, they developed peptic ulcers, right? They developed enlarged adrenal glands. In humans, if you look at the kidneys, above the kidneys are these two glands, and they're called adrenal glands. Um, your adrenal, um, your adre uh, adrenaline, your adrenal system gets activated from stress through the hypothalamus to the pituitary and the adrenal axis. And then he also noticed that, that these animals had shrunken immune systems, okay? So three things came out from stress, ulcers, enlarged adrenal glands, and shrunken immune systems. And the body similarly had similar responses to many different kinds of stressors. In this case, it was fear. And these stressors can make somebody quite sick. And fundamentally, this was a term borrowed from engineering system science. So the term stress actually comes from engineering but it was applied to biological systems, in this case, a rat or human beings, when under stress, ulcers started getting generated, adrenal glands were enlarged and shrunken immune systems, okay? So that was a phenomenon that Hans Sele noticed and that, and that was a discovery of stress. Now, in engineering systems, there's different kinds of stress. So, you know, in mechanical engineering, where I have one of my degrees in, and in fact, my research was in a field called wave propagation. Um, if I gave you, let's say we could reach through the computer screen, I ha have had you held a slinky, and I had a slinky, I can move the slinky towards you, and that's called compressional stress. In wave theory, that's called a longitudinal wave, right? So it's compressional stress. Um, or I could pull it, right? That's called tensional stress. You could also take that slinky and move it left to right. That creates shear stress. So there's different kinds of stress, and that comes from engineering system science. Um, you could take a rubber band, right? You pull it, that's tensional stress. So stress in the engineering world is measured by force per square foot of area. So stress equals force per square foot of area. So if you take your hand, and you press it against your table or press it against, you know, take your thumb and press it into your left. If you take your right thumb and press it into your left palm, the force of that, your thumb going in is F. The area that which it covers your thumb is force per square foot area and that's known as stress, okay? So this is the engineering definition of stress. And so, What's fascinating with stress, and this is what happens in material science, people will take a material and they'll pull it, right? Pull it, pull it, pull it. And they'll see when they let it go, <coughs> does it come back to its natural shape? You know, you take a rubber band, you pull it, you let it go, it rebounds back to its natural shape. You pull it longer and it 
comes back to its natural shape. The distance that you elongate it is a term called strain. So you literally on the x-axis, you can say how much are you stretching it? So that's the length of that rubber band. And the y-axis is the amount of stress, okay? So as you stretch it more and more and more, more stress, and the longer it gets. But typically, if you stretch a rubber band, it comes back. You stretch it, it comes back, right? But there is a point where if you stretch it too long and too long, it will fracture, right? It'll break, all right? So there is a point where you have the ultimate maximum stress that object can take where it breaks. And in engineering science, people calculate this for materials. Um, you know, different substances have different types of stress, copper, right, steel. People try to make composite materials, right? So material scientists are constantly trying to make different materials that they could put more stress on, more elongation, and then it comes back. In fact, if you look at buildings, at structures that they do these days, the Japanese, for example, builds big skyscrapers. So if a um, earthquake comes, right, it can handle the stress and it's flexible and it comes back. If you obviously make structures that are very brittle, that when a stress comes, they break easily. Okay. But the extent to something that it can snap back, as Saber said, is what's known as resilience. So there's various definitions of resilience, and I'll read you some that you can look up in the dictionary. So the McGraw-Hill Dictionary of Architecture and Construction, that world will say the ability of a body that has been subjected to an external force to recover its size and shape following a deformation, okay? You push something, right, external force, and it comes back to shape. Oxford English Dictionary of Sports Science and Medicine says the measure of a body's resistance to deformation, okay? The American Heritage Dictionary <coughs> defines the ability to recur, recover quickly from an illness, change, or misfortune, okay? That's another definition of resilience. <clears throat> a the American Pediatric Association uh, says the ability to adapt, this is interesting, in the face of trauma, adversity, trajectory, or even significant ongoing stressors, all right? So it generally gets back the ability to snap back, to handle change, right, that's going on and to come back, okay? These are the definitions of stress or resilience, I'm sorry, okay? So there's some key features of a resilient system. So you can look at your own body and as you're sitting there, you can close your eyes and I'm gonna walk you through these features and you can wonder and reflect on whether you are a resilient system. Spare capacity, right? How much energy do you have after you've worked hard? That's spare capacity. Flexibility, physical flexibility, mental flexibility, the ability to change, evolve, and adapt, adapt in the face of a disaster, right? Something horrible occurs. 
your ability to be flexible, to change, evolve, and adapt faster. All right, so that's a very interesting definition, flexibility, which is a systems concept, okay? Um, rapid rebound, the capacity to reestablish function and avoid long-term disruptions. This is an interesting one. So something happens, how fast you rebound over time. Does it take you, some trauma occurs in your life, some event, does that take you 10 years? Do you rebound back in 10 minutes? 10 years or five years, okay? The extent of time it takes place. Another one is resilient. A resilient system learns. Shit happens. You say, you know what? I made a mistake. This is what I'm going to do. Can you reflect? Yeah, you know, I really fucked up. I thought Trump was it. I'm willing to let go. I had a guy yesterday. All he wanted to speak was talking about Ron Paul all day. He couldn't let go. Okay. He doesn't want to learn. He's caught in some, you know, inbound, outbound system. Okay. No feedback loops. But fundamentally, it's the ability to bounce back. So think about events that have taken place in your life and conditions that have occurred. And what you'll realize is you as a human being would not exist if you were not a resilient system. This is what we've evolved to. There were many other you know, iterations of us that weren't able to be resilient. They don't, those systems, those creatures don't no longer exist on the planet. They could not face, um, they could not face um, these conditions. So if you exist today and you made it this far, you know, pat yourself on the back. You're a resilient system, okay? So this is the cornerstone of system science, a shock absorber. So why do you put shock absorbers on cars? Why do you put shock absorbers on cars? Why did shock absorbers get developed? while you were driving along and you don't have the luxury of saying all roads are going to be beautifully paved, beautifully slick, slick. You're going to have bumps. You're going to have rocks in Boston. There's potholes everywhere. You're dry. A friend of mine was driving around it with his very, very high end BMW. He just bought, he hit one of these potholes with a run flat tire, right? And it went flat. <laughs> okay. So people started developing shock absorbers. So you hit, a disturbance and your car knows how to come back to its natural order. You're not going up through the roof. Shock absorbers provide resilience to a car. Let me give you another example. If you take your right hand and you put it on your knee, the cartilage in your knee evolution created over time, if you believe in evolution or God, whatever you wanna believe in, got you here. And it created something called cartilage. Cartilage gives you that cushion. If you didn't have cartilage and you were bone on bone, think about how that would feel. Okay? So over time, in the intelligence of the universe or you or uh, external being, you have all this incredible mechanisms in your body. Um, so you can take a hit and you can bounce back. So every day, you guys suffer you know, all sorts of stressors, income inequality, fear, right? Overtime, right? You got bills to pay, you're tired, you have troubles, job issues, personal issues, right? All these kinds of things. And these are incredible stressors on a human being. Now, 
the important thing is, if you look at the rubber band example, yes, the body has a certain amount of resilience and it can come back. But if you overtax your body, guess what? You snap. And you can, it's very hard to come back. You break certain subsystems. So that's a very important uh, aspect to remember. Now, from a physiological standpoint, you may want to write this down. There's something in your body called a H as in Harry, P as in Peter, A as in Apple, HPA axis, hypothalamus, which is in your brain, the pituitary, and your adrenals. A for adrenals, P for pituitary, H for hypothalamus. So when you sense a flight or fight response, okay? Oh my God, we're gonna have a pandemic, okay? Well, that's fear. That fear goes as a wave throughout your entire system. The hypothalamus sends something called um, corticotropins, okay? Through your system, through your anterior pituitary, which then creates ACTH, which is another hormone, which then sends a signal to your adrenal glands, and that results in corticosteroids. And guess what? Your body produces cortisol. Now, if you look at diseases in the in the world, Americans have the most amount of adrenal fatigue, and you can notice it in people because they're just burned out constantly under flight or fight response, constant. They don't have a time to chill out with all the stuff we get in news. Your HPA axis is constantly being triggered and your adrenals get overworked and you get adrenal fatigue because you're constantly under stress, okay? And if you don't have an opportunity to do things that support your resilience, the ability to bounce back, you're going to overstress your body and that weakens the immune system. What they did in the pandemic was to actually kill people. I'm talking about long before whether it was a vaccine or no vaccine. I'm talking about since 1980, the American people have been under incredible amount of stress and an inability to ever snap back. Their immune systems have been shot. And this is a core of what I've been talking about and educating people about. So these people don't get away with saying, oh my God, it was a vaccine. Oh my God, it was this one thing. No, it's been a policy. Thanks, uh, Ken. It's been a policy of things that they've systematically done. So don't let them get away by saying it's just one thing. It was just one thing that did it. Give me money. I'm going to solve that one thing. No, it's been a system of policies. Since 1970 till today, $47 trillion in wages was stolen by, by, by the elites, by the American people. During the pandemic, 600 billionaires made $2.3 trillion. That was an incredible amount of stress. Then you have chemical stressors, okay? Um, you have relationship stressors. People don't have time to build relationships, meaningful relationships. The number one reason people live long and have healthy lives is community. We don't have that anymore. So the amount of stress over the last 60, 70 years that's been put on the average American is quite incredible. Meanwhile, the elites party during the depression. They party. They had a good old time. During 
the pandemic, they were on their yachts having good old times. 600 billionaires from Elon Musk to Bezos made $2.3 trillion. Everyone else's hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenal axis was triggered. They took black people with dark skin and put them in, told them never to leave. They need 15, seven to 15 times more sun. The lack of vitamin D3 created stressors. People were locked down. They couldn't see their friends and family, more stressors. They did everything to kill you, to affect this HPA axis. And booby fucking Kennedy, Trump and Biden were all part of this. I wasn't. I was the only one who said, don't lock down. Here are the solutions. Think about that, guys. I've proven that I know how to lead. They haven't. They wanted to kill you. Everything they did was to kill you to trigger the hypothalamus pituitary axis. Okay? Now, your body, when it's functioning well, okay, your body, when it's functioning well, likes to be in a state called homeostasis. And at, you know, in our systems health program, we teach you how to bring your body to homeostasis. We teach you how to do a systems reset. Most of you don't even know what normal is. I tried this diet. I tried this diet. You're so far off what normal is. You don't even know what normal is. So when you study system science, it gives you a framework to figure out what normal is and figure out where you are. You've, you've lost intuition. So normal is where your body is in homeostasis. And when your body is in homeostasis, guess what? Your body goes into a self-healing mode. But when your body is out of homeostasis, it's in a constant stressed out mode. And if your body remains out of homeostasis for long enough, it's a different terminology that we call in engineering and in systems medicine, allostasis. Write it down. Very few medical doctors even know about this. And none of these other idiot presidential, quote unquote, presidential candidates, none of them are presidential. They all hate this country. That's called allostasis. Allostasis. Allostasis is a state where your body has always been in this fucked up state that you think that's normal. You're 500 pounds overweight. Well, that's normal. You constantly have headaches. You never get good sleep. You're constantly anxious. That's called allostasis. And people get used to being in allostasis. All right? And the establishment, those in power, want you to be in allostasis. Because when you're in allostasis, you're fat, dumb, and happy or unhappy. And you don't even know how to come back to homeostasis. Well, I've created a solution. So we have solutions that helps you. You don't need a doctor. You don't need other people. You can figure out what is homeostasis for you. Maybe very different for Jason or for Ken or for anyone else. Now you have tools to understand where you need to be, where you bounced away from and where you need to get back to. Okay. So these are very two important terms, allostasis and homeostasis. All right. So when your body's in homeostasis, you have a balanced pH, you maintain your glucose levels, you maintain temperature, your body is moving 
in its natural state. Allostasis was a term, it's a relatively new term. It came out in 1988 by the work of Sterling and I. And it is basically where instead of the natural ebb and flow, your body is off course, but that becomes, you think that's your natural ebb and flow, okay? And they discovered allostasis biologically in your body. And because in 1932, the work of Nikolai Lazareff found that there were particular chemicals your body put out when it was in this mode of allostasis or stress. So your body actually puts out chemicals when it's not in homeostasis, when it's under stress. And even mild dosages of stress cause alarm to your body. And prolonged exposure to these stressors results in damaging your health. You become an allostasis. All right, this is why the life expectancy in the United States is going down and down and down. Because the establishment, the swarm, has created policies that put you into allostasis. And that's where they want you to be. They don't even want you to know what normal is. Okay? Now, in recent times, some people have wanted to understand the biology, the science of resilience. And that's the work I do. How do you become a resilient human being? How do you get back to homeostasis? And how do you become strong that when shit occurs, you know how to come back? What are the foods? What are the exercises? What are the community? What are the things you need to be resilient? Well, one of the things you need to be resilient is to surround yourself with resilient human beings. That's what our movement is. The people in our movement are all are not fucked up wondering, oh, my God, uh, I heard uh, Trump said he's going to stop World War Three. Oh, my God, fucker Carlson is now talking about the backdoor portal into Twitter. Well, we already talked about it four years ago, fucker. People in our movement look at things as they are. They don't freak out. We move forward with resilience. And that, how much is the worth of that? You learn how to see things as they are. We teach you how to be become a resilient human being. Well, here's the interesting thing, okay? Resilience is a function of three phenomenon, okay? One is, you know, one part of it is genetics, you could say. Another part of it, more importantly, is epigenetics. The things that occur in your life that can turn on and turn off your genes. The policies that they are passing lockdowns, stressors, everything they do is actually affecting you at the genetic level. And at the genetic level, your body's genetic framework is being screwed up, so you go into allostasis. And then the next issue is, can you do stuff for yourself? It's going to sound like a weird word called stress inoculation. Can you inoculate your stuff with stress? And I talked about this in 2020 why it's important to inoculate yourself with stress. You have to stress your body in a, in a methodological way. When you go lift weights, you stress your body, okay? When you go play in the dirt, you stress your body. There are many ways that you can actively stress your body, and then you're, so you're teaching your body to bounce back. But there are three factors, okay? Some of it is your genetics, 
your epigenetics, and some level of stress inoculation helps you achieve resilience. And that's what the real solution is. And our movement teaches people to be resilient human beings, mentally, emotionally, physiologically, dynamically. You don't get freaked out because the establishment wants to always use fear so they manipulate you. You don't suddenly sell your home suddenly. Oh my God, I heard Lynn Wood said the rapture is coming. I got to sell my home. Oh, I heard Trump said this. Well, they make you do stupid shit and you're always in the state of stress. No, we're calm and we go on the offensive against them. We're not in this defensive mode all the time, cowering, making stupid decisions. Oh yeah, 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 Biden's bad. I got to vote for Trump. Ooh, booby sounds good. No, all right? Now, one of the interesting things is adaptogens. Your body knows that if you feed it the right things, it will create resilience. And recently, there was a molecule discovered called neuropeptide Y. All right. And neuropeptide Y is what is necessary for your body to become resilient. Neuropeptide Y. Okay. And adaptogens support your body in releasing neuropeptide Y, which affects the HPA axis right? And it balances your energy. It does all the positive things. You see, your body is a phenomenal pharmaceutical industry, okay? It will create stuff that supports your own protection. So there are many things in nature which are adaptogens, all right? And I'm not going to go into them because we teach that in many of the programs. You can come here, we'll teach you. But ginseng, example, is an adaptogen. In the Indian ginseng, it's called ashwagandha. But it's not only chemicals and foods, exercises. There are certain types of yoga, weight training, okay? Certain types of things like meditation. These things develop your body's resilience. And these things are not, by the way, adaptogens are not stimulants. Like drinking a cup of coffee is a stimulant, okay? And you have to do things that where you stress your body in a methodical way and then you relax. The military does this when you go to boot camp. If they just put a soldier out, you know, suddenly into war, he's gonna freak out. So they stress inoculate you. So when you see something occur, you're able to handle it, okay? We get our people on the ground handing out signature, you know, handing out flyers or collecting signatures, a policeman comes, oh, you can't do this. Oh, really? Okay, bye-bye. People who don't understand this walk away. No, we teach them the laws. No, you have a right, I have a right to be here, right? You learn to exercise those muscles of citizenship, okay? You learn to go do stuff in the world, to hand out a flyer, meet someone, Ooh, oh my God, I'm nervous. Okay, you gotta get over that. That's stress inoculation. We encourage people to take care of their bodies. We teach people what is homeostasis. You see, this is no different than if you know anything about how they used to make swords, the samurai swords. It's a very interesting process. They do stress inoculation. They would take this piece of steel and put it under incredible heat, thousands of degrees of heat, 
So that was a stress. And then they cool it sometimes for years. Stress it again, cool it, stress it again, cool it. And the, the most powerful swords were developed from that. If you take yoga, you will realize that they do this when if, if you go to a proper yogi who actually looks at your body, helps you figure out what to do. And our tool, your body, your system helps, helps you figure that out, by the way. You will do standing poses that put your body under incredible stress, but you'll also do a pose called Shavasana, which is a dead body pose where you're absolutely relaxing. So one pose, you're exercising the nervous system, and then you go into deep, deep rest. This is what warrior monks do, right? They go into fight, into battle, and then they go into reflection. Warriors, scholars, that's what we do. And what you recognize out of this is that resilience demands that you personalize because everyone's different. You know, you go to the gym. Imagine if you had a stupid trainer and most of them are stupid. Per most personal trainers are not personal. Okay, do squats, do this. They give everyone the same exercise. They really do. And they're on their iPhones, you know, watching some movie while you're telling you to do this, this, or most yoga teachers. But what you realize is that be it yoga, be it food, be it exercise, it has to be personalized to you. And that's one of the critical aspects of developing resilience. Most doctors know, don't know anything about personalization. They don't even have the body to look at it from a system standpoint. That's what we teach. All right. So just like I said, you better tell the truth at the right time to mobilize people to do the right action where real health and resilience comes from the right food, the right medicine, the right exercise for the right person at the right time. This one size fits all stuff is essentially destroying all of us. It doesn't build resilience. And if you go back and look at the videos that I shared back in 2020, I shared with you, we educated people, a bunch of whiteboard videos, that the body is a very complex system. It's got the innate system, the adaptive system, it's got the interferon system. We all we have this gut microbiome, the vagus nerve. It's a very complex system. And for that system to get strong, you have to do the right medicine for the right person at the right time. So this is no longer pro-vax, anti-vax. That's not what this is about. This is about boosting the immune system. Okay? And that's what real health emerges from. It's an emergent property. And so that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, that what we do here is to really go to the root of the evil. So imagine having a president of the United States who teaches people, who uses that bully pulpit to educate 300 million people, a billion people, like I did in 2020, and doesn't get involved in the HPL, oh my God, oh, pandemic, okay, do this, do this. Meanwhile, the billionaires sat there. They ate their organic food. They played golf. They hung out. They banged each other. They made $2.3 trillion. Think about what I'm saying. 600 billionaires during the pandemic where you were all stressed out made a shitload of money. What does that tell you? Someone said juicing is important. For who, Maria Bongiorno? You would surely not tell an Eskimo to go juice. Okay. He needs to eat a high-fat diet. He's up in the cold. You see the right medicine for the right person at the right time. 
Juicing may be important under right conditions for certain people. You juice too much, you're going to burn out your system if you're detoxing too much. So it's not about everyone should go juice, okay? All right? You know, the bodybuilders take the juice all the time, okay? The steroids. And you see what happens to them by the time they're 40 or 50, okay? So the bottom line is health comes down to resilience, resilience, resilience. And in order to do that, you have to understand the principles of the body of a system. What is your homeostasis? What is, where are you at today? And guess what? We give you those tools at Truth Freedom Health to do that. And we've been doing that for a long time. And this is where real health comes from. Healthcare is not going to come from, yeah, big pharma doesn't care about your health, but is simply attacking them going to do it? We should attack them. No, we have to offer solutions because the establishment and the swarm is never going to take care of your health. It's right there in front of you. They make way too much money by you being unhealthy, by you being in allostasis. All right. Someone said, we need a real president like you. We just had President's Day. Yeah. Think about Trump. That guy's on Adderall. Booby Kennedy was a heroin addict. Okay. Um, think about what I'm t telling you. Okay. Um, these people have no idea what health is. He goes, gets testosterone replacement therapy. Then he asks people for a shitload of donations so he can support his wife's you know, plastic surgery. These people live in a fucked up world and they want us to live in their world. Okay? Yeah, testosterone therapy is is basically steroids, but rebranded as testosterone replacement therapy. Okay? All right. Let me take questions. I'm going to bring our whole team in, um, Crystal and everyone, and if we can take questions. We want to give our open house people an opportunity to ask and people uh, everywhere. We're going to take questions from everyone. As everyone can see on social media, wherever you are, uh, we have, this is our open town hall. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray. I'm running for United States president. You have an MIT PhD who has actually earned all of his four degrees, unlike Elizabeth Warren, right? You have someone who wants to educate you. This is our healthcare town hall. And we want to open this up to people to question. So people, um, I'm going to give a phone number if you want to call in, okay? We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We can talk about fucker Carlson who licks Zionist balls. We can talk about Kennedy who's a Zionist cocksucker. Or we can talk about allostasis and homeostasis, okay? We can go with a full range. We can talk about, We I can use very multi-syllabic scientific words but I can also use the vitriol that's also well-deserved for these cocksuckers, cockzuckers, okay? So we can take questions. So I'm gonna give everyone the phone number if you wanna call in. And But before we do that, we wanna go to our, um, I wanna invite all of you guys to come to our open house, okay? We wanna give the VIP treatment first for the people who sign up our open house. But in the future, if you guys wanna come to our open houses, go to vashiva.com slash orientation. And um, we're going to take some questions. But before we do that, I think, Crystal, you want me to introduce some new people, right? Should we do that? Sure, absolutely. Anybody who's new, uh, kindly raise your hand. 
Yeah, so to the people on social media, um, what we do is after I give a talk like this, right? And you guys can go review this talk. We introduce a new people who've come to our town hall. It's and and for me, it's very very inspiring to see out of the billions of people out there, people who've seen our videos, then the people who get it, they've gotten over the swarm, um, they've gotten over the bamboozling, right? They don't make excuses for Trump, and those people um, are here. So we want to introduce those people. So go ahead, Crystal. Um, uh, by the way, those people are in the town hall. Here are the rules of the town hall. Um, Crystal will give you the instructions to raise your hand. Um, if you don't raise your hand and you're new, you will be put into the waiting room because we have Kennedy who sends the spies here. And our policy is you get to stay in the waiting room because if you don't say who you are and answer a question, we must assume um, you're part of the swarm. Okay, sorry, but that's the rules here. So, um, so Crystal will adjudicate that. But we have a number of people here who want to talk and who want to say who they are. Go ahead, Crystal. Yeah. And, so if you're new, yeah. yep, raise your hand by uh, if you're on a normal device, just move your mouse. If you're on a phone, tap your screen. A bar will appear at the bottom. There's a reactions button towards the middle with a little emoji smiley face. Click on that, and there's a raise hand bar there. And we'll go to uh, let's try. Bondell. Yeah, by the way, this is not a long discourse. You know, we really love hearing, but in the interest of time, if you could take a minute, and we have Jason who has a clock here and his gavel, okay? And um, take a minute to say who you are, number one, where you're from, and uh, then share with us a little bit about how you found us and the movement. So go ahead. Ask Stu to unmute your mic. Uh, Stu, could you introduce yourself? Let us know where you're from, how you found the movement, and Dr. Shiva brought you here today quickly. Yeah, Stu Brazier, West Vancouver, Canada. Um, I came across um, Dr. Shiva on one of the short little whiteboard presentations on YouTube, I think it was, and I've been kind of popping in and out, looking at what's going on to uh, get a handle on uh, what needs to be done. And there's certainly a lot that needs to be done because this world is pretty damn stuffed up right now. That's about it. Great. Good to have you, Stu. Stu's from Canada. Great, Stu. Thank you, Stu. Well, I'm, I'm lowering hands for those people I know are not new. Just wait till we get into the Q&A, please. And we'll go to Tim Adams. Unmuted. Hey there. Um, crazy. Uh, I don't know why we're so interesting. Where are you from, Tim? <laughs> I'm from uh, Santa Ana, California, and uh, I just need to mix it up and get out there and start doing it. Uh, left my job. I'm going to just uh, start engaging my community and find the work that's there that I can agree to. And um, if I can be of help to anybody, just at my street level, you know, in my neighborhood, I'm, I'm just going to start, you know, hanging out with people. I ain't going to sell them nothing. And, you know, if I can just help them. Um, but uh, I I wanted to test some things. I worked in a psychiatric hospital. For yeah, just one, kids been, one second. Oh, I, I apologize. Yeah, we'll go oh, to that. Go for yeah. it. Uh, so, Tim, I think um, what's well, good to have you here, and you're from California. We have a lot of people uh, from California here. 
one of the things we need to do, one of the ways that you can get on the ground and help us, we need to get on the ballot in every state. And we actually yes, mobilize volunteers to go do that. So that's one thing you can do to help us. And it's very tangible. And it forces people to get some discipline, work with other people collectively in an organized way to set a clear goal and do that. Many people don't even know how to set a goal, how to be disciplined and follow it. So we'll teach you those skills too, but do it in a fun and collective environment to achieve that goal. Good to have you, Tim. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. We'll get you in touch with somebody in California if you put your info in the chat. And we'll go to Samantha R. Let us know where you're from, what brought you here. Hi, um, I'm from Missouri and my mom, Beth, invited me to this to see what it's all about and stuff. Great. Hello, Samantha. I know your mother well. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I hope you learned a lot. I did. Okay, good, good, good. Well, awesome. Um, <laughs> thank you. Well, go on to Fatima. Fatima, is your mic working? Looks like you're unmuted, but there's no sound. You might want to check your mic settings. Next to the mic icon, there's a little arrow. Am I now audible? Yeah, it's a little faint. Can you come a little closer to the uh, mic? Yes. Okay. I am Fatima uh, Ibrahim from uh, the Netherlands. I have uh, watched uh, Dr. Shiva on Facebook, and I have seen how he or what he's saying. The actual truth is that how we get uh, heroes that are not really heroes. That really uh, spoke really uh, uh, hit me hard, and I. And I was like, why is the problem not solved? It's like there, there was no heroes in the first place. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Fatima. Yeah, I mean, Fatima, I think one of the key things is that most people don't understand that the establishment, the biggest hijacking that they've done which I talk about in a lot of my videos, and this is a systems dynamic we teach people, is the real oppression comes from people being duped to think someone like Elon Musk is their hero. I mean, it's ridiculous. Fucker Carlson's their hero. Donald Trump is their hero. Booby Kennedy, Tulsi Gabbard, Vivek the Snake. All of these people are Zionists, Brahminists, and have fascist attitudes that only a small set of people should rule the world. That's where they all congeal on. So I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. But um, most people come to our movement um, from a state of consciousness are moving in that direction to break from that. And our movement exists to get people fully off the plantation. Because these fake heroes are created by the swarm. They're manufactured to manipulate you. Thank you for observing that. We'll go to Cynthia. Hello, I'm Dr. Shiva. I introduced myself last week at the orientation, but I wasn't sure if I should reintroduce myself since I'm in the town hall now. I'm in New Jersey. 
Um, I'm a nurse practitioner and an integrative health um, provider. So I'm interested in your systems of health. And I'm, I have also a very good friend who has introduced uh, you to you to me. So um, she's on she's on the warrior path. So now I have joined as well. So we're both in New Jersey trying to make a change. Well, that's great. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't understand there's a lot of really very smart people in New Jersey. New Jersey gets this <laughs> bad rap. But some of the I know five. Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, well, I people don't understand that um, Bell Labs was in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. There's a um, you know some of the you know the work that comes out of New Jersey where it is uh, is quite extraordinary. The quality of people that come out of there. Um, but it's great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank. You. Yep. Wonderful. We'll go to Patty. I'll ask you to unmute Patty. Hi, Dr. Shiva. How are you? I'm I'm well. How are you? Good. I'm from Franklin, Pennsylvania. It's northwestern. I'm about an hour from Erie. And um, I saw your program in 2011 and didn't really pay any attention to it. And then I saw another video here not too long ago and I was really interested. And I am a warrior scholar. I'm in the program. I'm like 93% done. But the reason why I got into this is because I want to save my grandchildren. I believe in what you're doing. I believe in your knowledge. And if I can get just a little bit of that installed into my grandchildren, I'm going to be okay. So I thank you very much for what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Um, you're very wise because the current generation of people growing up, you know, if you go look at the history of education, uh, there was a period when no one knew how to add numbers, right? Mathematics, there was a period that people thought everything was unknowable. Then we created something called the scientific method. And these major, major events in knowledge really transform not only the human brain, but civilization. And I'm here to share with everyone that the knowledge of systems, system science, is really the next major phase that's going to transform civilization. And the elites do not want us to transform civilization. They like it the way it is. They understand the knowledge of system science. So what we've done is anyone who goes through the Truth From Health Warrior program you can give away, you can be a philanthropist and give away, we have a children's edition of it, to as many children as you want from the age of 13 through 18. And so um, this is one of our commitments. So all of you guys who are adults, go through it and you can give it away to a million kids. You can give it away to any child that you want. You can take an ad out and say, hey, who wants this himself? Here it is, okay? Or, or the Truth From Health program. Thank you very much for that. Yep. I would love to see your program in all of our schools. Yeah, so let me just, uh, I'm sorry, after Crystal finishes, I'll go you through, go, take you through the solution sectors, but go ahead. Awesome, thank you, Patty. We'll go on to, <clears throat> I don't wanna mispronounce your name. Is it Swalio? Let us know how to say your name and where you're from. I'll ask you to mute. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is my third time, but my first time here on the town hall. 
I was on VHTV.com orientation twice. I'm, I am uh, Swaliho. It is pronounced Swaliho. It is like it is spelled S W O W L O H. Swaliho. You pronounce Swaliho today. I am yes. from West Africa. Kodiwala, Kodiwala. West Africa, we are very close to Ghana, if you know Ghana. Wonderful. Uh, what, what I want to add is, uh, according to my information, uh, people uh, acting in the ruling chair want to kill every one of us. An example is Moderna, which is a vaccine maker, was granted uh, hey, 25 second. million. One second, we'll come back to this. We just want to go through, we'll come back to your comments. We want to make sure we yes. introduce everyone first. But you're from, Okay. yeah, it's, it's great to have you. So just to, let, with just to let everyone know, we have people from all parts of the world and he's joining us from West Africa, it's good to have you again, but we'll come back to you so you can share that. Right now, we wanna make sure we yes. introduce all the new people. Thank you. We'll go to uh, bon uh, Bondel Boyer. Yes, my name is Bondel Boyer. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I've been following uh, Dr. Uh, for a while, for many years, and uh, uh, it's, I don't know, we seem to be here every time I uh, try to get on to the Thursday uh, uh, thing, like tonight. Um, there's always something happens, but I never get on. But in the event, I'm glad I made it, and um, I wanted to go on to um, the site to sign up and, uh, as a volunteer and get some flyers and things and get some things going here in Detroit. You know, connect with some of my connections here because I, you know, done a lot of community work and things of that nature. And I got connections with, you know, a lot of the uh, officials like the, you know, community council and the mayor's office and places like that. So I got connections with people that could uh, get some uh, build the community because I've been doing a lot of community work, you know, over the years. So I was yeah, thank, to, uh, thank you, Vondel. We, we have a lot of people in Michigan, and they're actually starting to gather signatures for Dr. Shiva there. So we'll put you in contact with others in, in Michigan, and for sure, go sign up to be a volunteer so we can get you in contact with them sooner. Yeah, everyone okay. listening, go to shivaforpresident.com and sign up as a volunteer if you haven't. And this is to everyone out in the world out there. Whoever's out there, go to shivaforpresident.com. Sign up to be a volunteer. Get one of these bumper stickers. Uh, put this on the back rear window of your car. 100,000 people will see it. That's Shiva numeral four president.com. Go ahead, Crystal. Quick commercial break. <laughs> um, we'll go to Julia Graves. I sent you um, a request to unmute your mic. Just accept it. Okay, well, 
<clears throat> Julia figures that out. We'll go to uh, Deb Grooms. Hi, Crystal. Hello, Dr. Shiva. How are Pleasure you? Join you this evening. I was brought on board by my brother, Bill Grooms, and he is an ambassador of Dr. Shiva, doing his best promoting. I am a little, I'm not hesitant. Everything you say makes perfect sense. It's wonderful. And I want to jump on board. A little bit of me feels, my gosh, though, it's such an overwhelming task. How are we going to break this system that's in place? How are we going to get the word out that Dr. Shiva wants to run for president? If it wasn't for my brother, Bill, I would have never uh, been familiar. Now, I don't know if I lived under a rock or what, but I do apologize for that, my naivety. But I've I've been a Trump supporter. I personally don't believe he's part of the establishment. I know he's very well off, but um, I mean, I, I, I so agree with what you say. It makes sense. The isolation really has us sick and we got to break the cycle. So I just wish there were a way to wave that magic wand and let's do it immediately, an immediate change. Well, thanks, Deb, for coming. Thanks, Crystal. Got a great uh, group in Pennsylvania. You should um, get connected with them there. They're prepping to start gathering signatures really soon. Uh, yeah, there's no shortcuts, though. Right, Dr. Shiva? Yeah, look, in, look, in Pennsylvania, we have a, a very, very large group. And to get back to this Trump issue, um, I think it's important for people to understand and we talk about this, Deb, and I think you going through the program will make it clear. Um, there's a video that Crystal or someone, one of our people can put up, Gerald Smith or uh, Gerald, our leader in, in Pennsylvania. But there's a video, look, I've met with Trump. He's praised me to hundreds of thousands of people as a, the, the scientist that's really exposed the election system stuff, which he used to make a lot of money off of. Um, so what you need to understand is that if you take away the personalities, you have to look at their actual actions, Deb. And this is hard for people to do because there's some innate part of us which think there's some solution that's going to come from someone from above. But if you think about it and you really look at between 2016 to 2020 and you look at that period, Trump was put into power. Um, and I did a whole video on it, through deception. You see, Obama for eight years did everything that the elites wanted. So it's basically, it's like, imagine like a Broadway theater show, right? That runs for eight years. Okay, no one wants to watch your show anymore. So they got to move to a new show. You have to really think about this as theater. It's like they burn, do we, they burn through people's brain cycles. So they entertain people and Obama was the entertainment for eight years. And he came in on this message of hope. 57% of Trumpers, Deb, voted for Obama. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Okay, so, it's a, so think about that. 57% of his base were the same people who voted for Trump. Or, okay, or voted for Obama. Trump, same thing. You got it? The reason they voted for Obama was that every time the American working class figures the stuff out. That was after Bush, right? Bush one and two. They brought in a black guy who was basically chosen. He was selected by the Pritzker family. 
and he was used to manipulate blacks and whites. And what did he do? Ultimately, he printed $8.2 trillion to save the big banks. You follow what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what he said because they own the media. They can take a fucking idiot and with the amount of media manipulation they can do, it's like you ever hear a song that it didn't really sound good, but if you hear it over and over and over again, suddenly you're humming, you're tuned to it. It's called rewiring your brain. So it, um, if you watch the movie uh, Being uh, There with uh, Peter Sellers, Chance the Gardener, he's a complete idiot. But overnight, everyone thinks he's a brilliant guy. So the ability to pummel people with programming, and that's why they call it programming, okay? So they took a guy out of nowhere, a one-term senator. Overnight, he's the president of the United States. How the hell does that happen? Okay? <laughs> then they knew that they'd burned out the working class in this country. The white working class was done, particularly, so they needed a white guy. They brought in Trump. He was also selected. If you think elections are selections, how did he come into being? And we know now from the FOIA request that was filed by um, James Bamford, the Russian hoax was the hoax within the hoax, a deception within the deception, because that FOIA request shows that Roger Stone met with the number one operative of Netanyahu, not once, like 10, 20 times, and they gave Trump information. And the real reality was it was Netanyahu and Mossad, which made sure Trump won that election. The biggest election interference organization on the planet is Israel. The Russia thing was a deception. They needed Trump in power. They needed a white guy speaking all these slogans, which he didn't make. That was made for him. Go look at when Make America Great Again was trademarked. It was actually a Ronald Reagan slogan, by the way. Okay? Um, you go look at this history. It was Madison Avenue marketing. And they took this guy. What was he before? That a reality show guy, The Apprentice. They gave him that show to build his, his visibility. And then what did Trump do? He came in on a campaign of what was the biggest slogan he did, Deb? Lock her up. Lock her up, right? Maybe we should play that video that we have. Crystal, if you can play it or someone can, was Trump the swamp? And then what did Trump do? He didn't lock anyone up. The night after he was elected, he goes, ah, that was for the campaign. Now we move on. Do you know he said that, Deb? Okay. But a lot of people voted for him because of that. He didn't even, he only built like eight, when you work it out, like eight or 9% of the wall. Mexico didn't pay for the war wall. Another big lie. He brought in the swamp. John Bolton, Mike Pompeo. I mean, these were like as as swamp creatures as you can get. Nikki Haley, all these people. Every single one of them. And people say, oh, no, no, no. He had to do that. Yeah, he had to do that. He was playing ninth dimensional chess. No, he brought in his own. Son-in-law was a Zionist hoodlum. I mean, you have to put the sum total of all of these actions. All right. Then he kept Fauci. He did Operation Warp Speed. And it is Trump 
on November 16, 2018, who signed CISA into law, which destroyed the First Amendment, which created the backdoor portal into Twitter. Do you see if Hillary had done this, there would have been a revolution in the United States. So we can play this video for people. Um, Crystal, if you can play it. Well, actually, we'll play it after. We'll play it after because um, the people on StreamYard can't see it. But the point is to all you people listening, you have to look at people's action. And Trump is a consummate con man. He really is. All right. We will go. I think Julia figured out her microphone. Julia, I'm going to ask. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Please, please introduce yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Julia. I'm from uh, Northern California in a little town called uh, Cobb. I live up on a mountain here and I've had my bumper sticker for probably four months now. Uh -huh, this one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Great. Yes. Yeah. yes. Maybe five months. I don't yep. know, but um, I want to help with the signatures and I also want to take your course, of course, and I have grandchildren and want to get them involved in that. Um, but I just believe 120% in what you're doing. What's well, really good to have you. Yeah, get involved. If you're in North Carolina, we have a wonderful. No, no, Northern California. Yeah, I'm sorry, Northern California. We have Maria right. Mistra. We have Joel Jones. We have a phenomenal team. We need to get about 200,000 signatures. And we're not cheating like right. he is. We're going to actually mobilize our forces to go do that. So every signature, one, two, ten, um, that you get and you do it in the community of other people, it, it'll be really, really inspiring to all of us. So please get involved. We're great to have you. Someone said Shiva needs to send me 1,000 stickers now. Okay. So uh, someone who just said that, email us at go to shivaforpresident.com, sign up as a volunteer, and um, we'll work with you to get, get you those stickers, okay? Please do that. Yep, go ahead. Right. We're going to go. Uh, I know we have somebody new sitting there with Brenda. She just messaged me. So Brenda, if you'd let your friend introduce themselves. Yes, um, I have George Allen with me. Um, he recently uh, signed up as an elector, and um, he's been with me for what for can a we, month. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we hear we hear you. With can, can George you, say hello? Yeah, my, my name is George Allen. Hi, George. And I came to this. Hi, Dr. Shiva. I get this program through um, Dr. Brenda Tomanak. and um, I'm living in York, Pennsylvania, where I, I own I have own a health food store for um, 40 years and I'm also a massage therapist and I enjoyed your conversation uh, about resilience and about the stress and the adaption, adaptabilities and even those adaptogens are very important, the ginsengs and the ashawanga. I'm a firm believer in nutrition to keep our bodies and minds healthy. Um, and I had the bumper sticker on my car for seven months and I'm, I'm getting excited about the movement of, of your presidency. I give out flyers at my store also to people and explain to them that this candidate is for our health, which we have nothing without our health. 
and the, and the truth and the freedom that we should have as well and not be oppressed by political pharmaceutically driven uh, businesses. So, yeah, I'm, um, I mean, one of the things, if you look at George, as you know, I've shared over the last 30 years, pharmaceutical companies, if you look at their revenues have been tanking down because their entire process that we teach in our you know, advanced systems health workshop, and I've done it in many videos, those the revenues have been going down because their entire process of drug development has become defunct. So they really need a Trump for this. Trump is the one who did Operation Warp Speed to get them out of that. So Trump delivered on everything pharma needed and wanted from him. Yeah, I understand. It's a shame that um, they kept people ignorant of nutrition and only promoted their um, their vaccinations, um, which had a lot of spike proteins and a lot of germs to it and a lot of side effects that to harm people. I do know people who've died and almost died from the vaccine and I never got it. I never got the vaccine. I never got sick. My mother was 92. She never got sick, never got the vaccine. Um, we believe in the in natural immunity, the natural innate immunity to be built and to fight any disease um, and, and keep us healthier uh, longer, keep our life expectancy up. Um, so I'm right with you on, on, the, on the cause that you have to spread uh, the word on health and freedom and truth. And I want people to get excited and, and listen in and take action and spread the word to other. That's how we, that's how we learn. We educate others uh, more as well as we learn. And it's a, it's a win-win that way. We can all win. Yep. Great to have you, George. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Dr. Shiva. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, I know somebody might not be able to raise their hand. I'm going to call on Ed, Edward Zach. Didn't have Edward, can you unmute your mic? It'll pop up while you figure that out. We'll go to, um, is it Dondre? I think we've introduced everyone, Crystal. I think so, I guess. Mm -hmm. okay. Hey, Dr. Shiva. How are you? Hello, everyone. Uh, briefly, I've joined these um, channel halls in the past, and I'm um, just joining again just to uh, reintroduce mm -hmm. myself. I'm from Philly, PA, and uh, I came across Dr. Shiva a few years back, and um, I was a Trump supporter. I voted for Trump, uh, watching his videos, and basically him just giving that whole rundown of Trump and who he was up until this point was perfect and spot on. And that's what awakened me to now join the movement and get him on the ballot. And um, I also had a question for you, Dr. Shiva, regarding uh, the homeostasis, the homeostasis topic and the, uh, yeah. I forget the other term that you said, I'm sorry. Allostasis, um, allostasis. Allostasis, yes. Um, I, I have family that I believe are in that predicament. Um, and I wanted to know in general uh, for people who are in that predicament, is there a way or like what would be a viable solution to reverse that or is it possible to do so? Yeah, so you're asking a great question. So let me understand your question. Um, so by the way, if just want to make sure procedurally, Chris, so I don't want to perturb your 
thing. Is it okay that we now move to questions? There is one more person who's Okay, asked. Why, why don't we just introduce that person and then we'll come back to you. Is that all right? Sure. Okay, go ahead, Crystal. Judith, Judith Landry, you've messaged saying you can't raise your hand. Can you mute? I sent you a request to unmute. Okay. I guess we can move into Q&A if people don't know how to use their settings. <clears throat> All right, Dr. Shiva, we can we can move on into questions if you want to answer the question about the allocate. Yeah, so the question is First of all, you say you have a lot of family members. I would say a lot of Americans are in allostasis, okay? Um, in fact, you move from what's called um, uh, this mode of your natural system state. And there's actually a tool that uh, we used to give to people, um, you know, in our movement. Let me bring it up. And I think hopefully I can share this with you guys. But there's a tool that I created that came out of my research many years ago um, called Your Body, Your System. Tell me if you guys can see this, okay? And can you guys see this? Okay, let me see if our people in the other part of the world can also see this, great. So to people on social media and this, so, you know, when I, um, you know, I grew up, as many of you know, in India, watching my grandmother practice this ancient system of medicine where she could look at your face, look at your pulse, and she would determine your body system state, your constitution. And then she would figure out what was the right thing for you. So I spent a lot of years trying to understand this. And after many years, I built a tool. And by the way, this is included in People's Warrior uh, Scholar Program. Um, but it's a tool that you answer a set of questions and it figures out your body system state. So that red dot in many ways, what I'll call your natural system state, right? Akin to homeostasis. Now in the Indian system of medicine, it was called with these three forces. So if you think about your body is made up of, in the Indian system, doshas, but in the American engineering system, we call it transport conversion storage. I don't have time to go into this, but bottom line, I figured out a way for the individual to understand their body as a system. So that's your natural system state. This tool then asks you, different types of questions. Like, did you move? What's going on to your body right now? Did you have, you know, did you jet lag? Um, and this will help you figure out where your body is now. Now, if your body, that's sort of a deviation from your natural system state, that black dot denotes that you're off course. Now, some people, if they stay there for a long time, this becomes, they think this is normal. So this tool helps you figure that out. And then it provides you an understanding of how foods and exercise and things can move you back, okay? And this conforms to engineering systems theory. So I did this. Now, ultimately, you should have your own intuition to help people do this, but this is a solution, okay? That we educate people, you teach people. We're now through our program that, and let me stop this and I'll share with you another screen. Um, you know, for many years, I created a, a program at MIT to, and I used to teach it in a 13-week program. And this was, again, I mean, this is taught to some of the brightest minds in the world that I created a program 
to educate people to become educators. So train the trainer of system science. And in the Truth Freedom Health Warrior program, many of you get access to this anyway. You know, we don't keep it away from people, but the long form of that program, which we relaunched, is an entire uh, institute that, and unfortunately, since I've been running for office and doing all the electoral stuff, this had to be put on hold, but I decided it's important to relaunch it. And the System Science Institute offers workshops and programs to actually create health educators. And we do it as a three-day intensive. Um, and let me explain to you what the foundations of this is. It's hard to explain what this is, but the best way, the quote I came up with, this is really an educational technology that bridges and validates ancient systems of medicine long suppressed by the ignorance, even of the yogis and gurus, professors and medical professionals with modern engineering systems theory to provide the missing link in knowledge that every man, woman, and child needs and deserves to know, to think, fight, and heal, to win back their physical, economic, and societal health and well-being. In many ways, the purpose of this is for you to become your own healers. Like Hippocrates said, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. Now, in order to become that, and every medical doctor should go through this program. I've taught it at Harvard Medical School, you know, at MIT, all over the world. And but this is a health educational component of this. So bottom line is we have ways that you can get the framework. So you're not just doing this diet and that diet, eating this food and that supplement. Because the reality is all the alternative people are taking advantage of you, as well as all the medical professionals, because none of them are trained in a systems approach. So this program educates you. And my goal is to train the trainer so we can create an army of systems health educators. And you don't, the only prerequisite is to have a passion and a brain and a willingness to learn. But it is a very rigorous program. It involves online courses, laboratory that we've created, right? Um, practice. And the your body, your system tool will be enabled by these professionals. So in many ways, we're not waiting for the healthcare system to figure this out. We're going to create our own systems healthcare system. Okay, if that makes any sense. So I encourage you to do that. So that and 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 that really brings me, if I can, if my PowerPoint is working, I think it is. Um, and I'll come back to this: is to really give each one of you a deeper understanding of where all of this is coming from that I shared this morning. Okay. Um, remember, everything we're doing is not waiting for them to figure stuff out for us. We actually have solutions, okay? And I hope you guys can see this on, in the, oh, good. You guys can see this and let me share this here, okay? So um, this is a very, very important piece of knowledge I want to share with people. Um, and, you know, this is something I put together quickly, but here's a bottom line, okay? If you guys can see, I think it's a little bit small, but I'm going to uh, run through it anyway, okay? If you guys can see this graph here, okay, what's happened is that over here, if I were to replace this, actually, this is, let me do this. Um, all right. So this is what's happened. Billionaires like Bill Gates over here, what they really do is they fund academia and they're vertically integrated. So they give money. You know, I did a deep state tour with our workshop that we did. 
they give money to academic research and they fund education. Billionaires do this. So they send money over to academia. And what does academia do with that money? Academia is responsible for writing papers, publications. They do science. And the scientific papers that they write are to promote the agenda of this billionaire, okay? Or the corporations who need, quote unquote, science to justify products that they create, which are highly, highly one size fits all products. So they create products which, sir, which are for everyone, okay? One size fits all. So for example, oh, cholesterol is a key to heart disease, which is, by the way, bullshit. And, and therefore, you need statins. When the rea reality was, it was homocysteine levels. It was inflammation. So they funded research. The corporations then put out all sorts of statins and drugs. And then the media, which they also owned, did the advertising, and that went to the public. Okay? So this is what's been going on. They've been doing this phenomenon of vertically integrating. They fund the science. They own the corporations. And a lot of people don't know this racket. And the same people who are the heads of departments of these academic organizations also spin out these companies and sit on the boards. And they all hang out together at the same golf clubs. So they're fully vertically integrated. Guess what in the scientific area? Well, we have a solution to that. And that solution is Cytosolve. So I've spent years of my life, 16 years of my life, figuring out how you can do, you know, science faster and cheaper and better. And Cytosolve allows us to compete with the largest scientific organization, do it better. And why do I say that? Well, here's a proof in the pudding. Let me show that to you. All right. So, you know, I may have shared this, but we can do research faster and cheaper than them. And here's one example, just one example of it. You know, this was a paper I published. You know, I was a main author on this. And, and, uh, and, and this is really, really important to understand. This was the first scientific paper really providing a holistic systems understanding of a horrible disease called leukemia. Okay? We did that. And guess how much money we were paid to do this research? Zero. In the midst of running for office, in the midst of building the Truth From Health movement, in the midst of exposing all the stuff, we did this research for nothing. And it was published in one of the leading journals called Cancers. And we brought in a, a woman who's a leading uh, expert. We did all the work, but you know, these journals want to see big names. Well, we did all the work, guys, but she also endorsed our work out of Stanford. But this paper is the first molecular systems architecture of leukemia. This is the first molecular map. We went through every paper written and created the first molecular map based on that science now, how leukemia occurs. Now, look at what we've done here. And we did this for pennies, zero, okay? And I hope you understand what we did. We didn't get paid for this. Meanwhile, Billions of dollars are given every day by friends and family that you know to these foundations. So we have a technology that can understand these diseases, and then we can create interventions from indigenous systems of medicine and validate them. So we have completely disintermediated them. And by the way, that paper, it was just announced last week, we won the best paper award. Okay? 
And we don't know any of these people. We don't pay them off. So think about the quality that our work needs to be. And the only reason they publish it is because they're afraid we're going to go publish it elsewhere, elsewhere and they need the views, okay? They don't want to lose the science. And I can keep going on and on and on. But that, so once a month now, we're going to open up our Open Science Institute. So we're going to make all of this accessible to the world. We're not going to hold on to it. All right? Because that's what they do. So if I showed you over here, Cytosolve and our movement to really help the world, okay, is going to, we've launched it, but all of you can help now. We have the Cytosolve Open Science Institute, and these are the different initiatives we have. We're going after every major disease. There's actually 22 diseases, and we're doing this with no money, guys. No money. Now, imagine if we could get a little bit of funding, we could actually go figure out solutions for each one of these diseases. Figure out, and we don't even need $100 billion. We need one one-thousandth of that. So that is a solution on the truth side, science, every one of you can participate. And I don't have enough time to go through today, but once a month, we're going to have an event like we do these open houses for people who want to understand that. And you may say, wow, Dr. Shiva, I know there's this, I don't know, this combination of herbs that works, but no one can validate it. We will figure out if it's real or not, okay? So that's what we are doing. So we have the health educational movement, which is Systems Health. We have Cytosolve, you know, for the truth side. And then finally, it's very, very important to understand that we also have on the political side, this movement that you've all come to in this open house, which is the movement for truth, freedom, health. And you got to get educated or be enslaved. But you see, they're all one integrated framework. But we have solutions, solutions, solutions. And this is what scares them so much because we actually have solutions. We actually can go after every major disease, not with pharmaceutical drugs, not with, with by killing animals, but by actually using the systems approach. So your, your job, if you made it this far, and those of you listening, is go to Truth From Health, become a warrior scholar, get other people to understand the open house, and understand the problem that we're solving, that they have tons of information out there, okay? And we win, by the way. You can go to this website. They have tons and tons of information out there. But information is not helping you. More and more people are getting anxious, depressed, and hopeless. More and more obesity. Because what they do is they take this information and they put it through the lens of seeing the parts, not the whole. That's ignorance. And then they drive you into complacency or desperation, division. And the people that are doing this are these fucking Zionist cocksuckers. Technical scientific term, that is, okay? Tulsi Gabbard, Booby Kennedy, fucker Carlson. And once you get over these people, you're off the plantation. You're no, no longer a house slave. But if you're in any of these camps, I'm sorry, you're on the fucking plantation. Because these are the people from brown to yellow to blue, whatever color you want to call it, that are keeping you on their fucking plantation. Where was fucker Carlson in 2020 when he concealed my lawsuit? Where was Booby Kennedy? He's promoting lockdowns. Now suddenly he's a fighter for freedom? Come on. And this is the last thing. It's like the slave who doesn't want to be a house nigger anymore 
He wants to be a field nigga. He's off the slave. And that's it. And we need to bring out back that terminology because simply not using those terms because we're all niggers on the white liberal plantation. That's what we are. And you got to get off the plantation. And these people are the people who are keeping you on the fucking plantation. This stupid fool, Sadhguru, he knows shit about anything. And they all hang out in Malibu, by the way. I've met this fool. I met this woman. I met most of these people. They're all fucking fools. They are evil. They keep you on the plantation. And they all know the same people. They all go to the same restaurants and they fool you. And they are professional con men. And so our movement gets you off the plantation. We get you to the solution. You need to know knowledge. And that's the science of systems. You need to build wisdom. And with that wisdom, you'll become a free freaking human being. So if you want freedom, if you want to get off the plantation, you're at the right place. If you want to think they're going to help you, I'll give you a wonderful reference to go stay on their plantation. And I wish you all the best. This is not the place for you. But if you want to get off the plantation, you know, get off the plantation. But Trump is a house slave. And all those people are house slaves, by the way. So they want to make you slaves. So if you want to build a movement, we give you opportunities. Getting on the ballot in the United States is an opportunity for you to put your blinders on, go collect signatures, and just do it. It's going to be work. And Americans have forgotten how to work. They whine and they whine and they fucking whine. We got to have that immigrant mentality. Maybe we should bring more immigrants here. Seriously. And we should send some of these fat, dumb, and happy Americans take their citizenship away. Oh, I can't get signatures. It's raining. What the fuck are you talking about? Why is it immigrants come here with like $75 and three years they have a home? You know why? Because they work their ass off. They build this country. Meanwhile, they want immigrants fighting against American workers. Are you fucking serious? Trump doesn't work. His kids don't work. Booby Kennedy doesn't work. So they completely brainwash people. So collecting signatures will bring out that immigrant mentality in you. You'll remember your ancestors. Go out there and collect signatures. It is a discipline. It's like wax on, wax off from Karate Kid. So if you're sitting here in the United States and you're not collecting signatures for us, get off your ass, guys. I'm giving you an opportunity to experience what it means to be American. Booby Kennedy's not an American. Fucker Carlson is not an American. Donald Trump is not an American. They hate this fucking country. Don't listen to what they say. They passed laws. They supported Big Pharma to fuck over Americans. They fucked over white Americans. The white American class is one of the most oppressed groups on the planet right now in the United States. And you don't even know it because they have the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and they're being fucked with because they're the most powerful organ for the global working class. And they have to chain them. Fucker Carlson cares about free speech. Are you fucking serious? He concealed our lawsuit intentionally. Elon Musk keeps the backdoor portal open. Wake, we got to wake up. But you guys need to get off your ass and help us get on the ballot. Every ballot we get on in every state, that's like a freaking trident right into the swarm's throat. 
They're like, what the fuck? How do these people get on the ballot? That's the opportunity. This movement offers you to be an opportunity to be truly American again. This country, the United States, was built by hardworking people, resilient people who did impossible things. I'm filing a lawsuit saying a naturalized citizen has a right to be treated equally. It's called the Equal Protection Clause. And you have fools saying, oh, you can't run for president. No, the FEC ruled I can run for president. So we're breaking new ground all the time. That's what Americans do. They go into the wilderness with nothing and they fight. So start being a fucking American. Help us get on the ballot. Let go of Trump. He's a bullshitter. Professional bullshitter. Tulsi Gabbard, professional bullshitter. Elon Musk, he doesn't build rockets, guys. He's a doofus. Everything he has was brought to him by government. You guys are Americans. Everything you have was created by your hard work. So start having dignity for yourselves. Get on the ground and help us get on the ballot. We have a limited amount of time. And this opportunity will never come again. You will never have someone like me who's a real American doing this and us having this vessel to do it. This is the time to act. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't fuck around. Get off the plantation. Okay? You got to do it. All right. We'll take, uh, it's 1033. We'll take another set of questions. Um, but I hope you guys understand what needs to be done. And we're giving you an opportunity to make yourselves great again. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Shiva. I think Judith got her mic fixed. Maybe not. Judith, can you speak? Yeah. Let me, uh, what I also want to do, Crystals, is we have, we're going to open up the phone lines here for people not on the Zoom, but for people on social media. Just give me one second. I'm going to publish the phone. What's the number here? Okay, so everyone on social media, if you have a call, you can um, do a call in right now. I'm going to give you our phone number to Shiva for president. The number is 857-810. Wow, we got a pretty good number. 007, 007. Okay, I didn't take it. Hold on. So I'm going to put this up here. So anyone who wants to call in. You can call in. Jason's going to be my facilitator, but let's take some more questions. So anyone who wants to call in and join the conversation, go ahead. Go ahead, Crystal. Um, all right. Well, I'll look for Judith again because her mic was hot. Um, okay. So we have someone calling in. Take it, Jason. Okay, go ahead. So we have someone calling in. Um can you? Hi, what's your question and where are you calling from? Hi, Dr. Sheba. I'm calling from Hope, Arkansas. My name is Lisa. What's your, what's your name? Lisa. Lisa, go ahead, Lisa. Yeah, um, we're going to need some bumper stickers. I'm calling from Arkansas. We're going to need some bumper stickers in Arkansas. Great. So all you need to do is we'll get you bumper stickers. Go to shivaforpresident.com, volunteer, and come to our Saturday meeting, uh, which is coming up, what, 24 hours from now, this Saturday, and we'll connect you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dr. Shiva. Yeah, great to have you. 
that's from Arkansas. Wonderful. Thank you for, for your call. Get involved. Good to have you. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm, in, I'm in the city of the birthplace of former President Bill Clinton. Oh, is that good or bad? Downtown Paul Hope. <laughs> I look bad. <laughs> right. Because it's still the plantation. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Well, good to have you. Get involved because our goal is to shatter the swarm and get people off the plantation. But I'm very, very grateful for you calling this evening. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Sheba. Okay. Great. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So everyone listening uh, online, please feel free to call. When was the last time a uh, presidential candidate gave you his cell number to call? Okay. Next question. Go ahead, Crystal. Let's go to our town hall. Um, we'll go to Judith. Can you quickly unmute? <laughs> Make it quick. There you go. Ah, it works. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, I'm Judith. I'm from uh, Canada, Quebec. Uh, my tongue language is French, so I don't, even though I speak pretty well English, I don't pick up everything all the time. Uh, I'm all in for truth, freedom, health. Uh, I have a mother of eight children. I've I will bring them. you on shortly. Okay. I've had them all at home, and uh, I, I I know the system is fucked, and I want to do something else because uh, it, we have to have a better system. It's obvious. Yeah, so the only way to get that better system is to teach people these system dynamics yep. and, then, and then also to get people on the ground. So get involved. It's great to have you. I have a caller who just called in. Hi, every, uh, Hi, who's calling in? Can you share? Your name and what what your question is. This is Dr. Shiva. Go ahead. Hi, uh, Dr. Shiva. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh wow, this is such a pleasure to talk to you. I uh, um, I got you on you know, I'm watching you on YouTube. Um, I want those one thousand stickers. I don't have any questions. You know, your record speaks uh for itself. Uh, you're a man of uh, great action. And uh, you deserve the presidency. Um, you just need more exposure, more and more exposure. And um, and I hope you get it. Well, let's not hope. Where are you out of? New York. Okay, so you're in New York. New York so yeah, so it's Queens, so. Queens. Oh, great. So if you're in New York, first of all, go to Shiva for President Numeral Four President com. Sign up as a volunteer. Okay. And then yeah. we'll we'll show you how you can be part of this. So it's not all on me. You got to be part of this, okay? So yeah, I see, yeah, I see that. yeah, right. This is not like the old model. We got to rewire our brains to realize that we have to do this. I'm just a catalyst. So thank you. Get involved. Thank you so much, Dr. Shiva, for giving America hope. Great. Thank you. So, hi. Where are you from? Oklahoma. Great. Good to have you. By the way, everyone listening. Um, go to shivaforpresident.com, you know, volunteer because we need to get on the ballot. Yeah, Oklahoma is very, very important. We got a lot of work to do there. Go ahead, Oklahoma. Please tell us your name and um, your question. Hi, Dr. Shiva. Good to talk to you. Thank you for your work. Uh, my name is Vincent Zito. I'm calling from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I had a, a two-part question. Um, well, I'd, first of all, I'd like to get involved more than, uh, you know, I've been following you for probably four years now. And um, 
I need to know how I can get involved locally here in my state. I, I joined the session a little live, a little little late, but then have you, my second question is, uh, have you de debated any of these individuals in person? Will they sit down with you and have a conversation? Uh, that's something I'd really like to see. <laughs> yeah, so so Vincent, Vincent's asking two questions. Let me repeat. Vincent's saying, what can he do? He's been following us for four years. And will they debate me? So let's answer each one of those questions for you, Vincent. Okay. So the first All thing right. is, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's really great that you've been following me. We have, um, we have one of our volunteers who followed me for two years. And then suddenly he woke up and he said, shit, I should do something. This guy's out in the cold running demonstrations, handing out flyers, right? What am I going to do? So in Oklahoma, this is what you can do. Number one, go to shivaforpresident.com and sign up as a volunteer and come to this Saturday's meeting. Can you do that? Okay, where's it located at? It's online. You'll get an online link. You don't have to leave your home, but you can be right online, okay? Yeah. And yeah. because yeah. in Oklahoma, we need to collect around 30,000 signatures and you can be part of that, okay? We we will okay. train you how to be a leader, not a follower, right? I'm glad you're, you're following me, but I we want to create leaders, okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, most definitely. So that's an insight into how things work and, and, and breaking it down, dumbing it down for me to understand is really what I appreciate because I wanting to know that background, how stuff is working really in the background, like in connecting the dots with, you know, with your slideshows and, and such, it really helped me a lot because I've wondered for years, I know a lot of, I mean, I've been doing this for a while now and it's, it's the background stuff that I've wanted to connect the dots and that's where I've found that you do a really great job in connecting those dots and um, connecting these Well, well Vincent, the, the, the reality is they do not want to teach you to connect the dots. Do you understand right. this? Is by, so, so the revolutionary thing I do is to make this information accessible, but it's deep. Right. The second thing is getting back to your thing, yeah. thing on, um, will they debate me? Let me give you an example. In Massachusetts, we it, when I ran for Senate, we 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 raised one dollar, five dollar donations, and we got on. Not only did we get visibility, we were everywhere, and we got on the ballot. You know what they did? They canceled all the debates. Wow. Okay, Booby. None of these yeah. people will debate me because they will be destroyed. So what we may actually do? Let me finish. What we may actually do, Vincent? We may yeah. actually do a virtual debate like I did with Fauci, where we will. You know, actually, someone can ask questions and we will actually play what they said to those questions. So you can see and compare it to mine live. OK, so be on. So we will do a virtual debate. So you ask me what I think about what how we resolve the issue in Israel. And you ask Kennedy. Well, Kennedy said the Palestinians are the most pampered people on the world. We're going to put those side by side. So if they won't debate us, we will create the debate so people can see it. But get involved, okay? Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Shiv. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. All right. So, everyone, I really like what people are thinking. What can you do? You can go to shivaforpresident.com, get a bumper sticker, volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com and learn this science. We've made it accessible to everyone on the planet. That's what you have to do. That's what you got to do. Next question, Crystal, and we'll wrap it up in two minutes. Next question. Oh, we have a bunch of questions. Go ahead. 
Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, we'll go to William Burton. I'll ask you to unmute, Georgia. Yeah, if you could keep your questions um, very targeted, it'd be great. Thank you. And I appreciate your comments. I'm mightily impressed with you, Dr. Sheila. I haven't seen anybody like you that's come along recently. And I want to ask this, and I don't see my, I believe the educational system in this country is a wreck. They don't teach critical thinking and they don't teach democracy. Now, I was for a while with the movement for a people's party, just wanted to get in there and fish some to see if there's any good material, human material there. All right. One thing I learned about the people's party, it's a dictatorship run by this guy, uh, Brennan. Uh, what, will be, you'll be joining shortly. Okay, now what I want to know, got a movement here, you're a presidential candidate now, you're handling this mostly yourself. When you get the movement going, all right, uh, what, how are you going to organize a system of democracy, internal norms functioning where you can have a healthy system of human uh, inter interaction democracy yeah so let's let's answer your question so first of all william um it's so i'm going to give you the short version and then if you come to future open houses and you take the course you'll learn more but let me give you the short answer of this all of these political parties people's party who have probably have well-meaning efforts um you know you can think about the people in the libertarian movement right um or revolutionary movements the problem is none of these movements had any solid understanding of system science so they failed and they'll continue to fail because they don't understand how the systems work now one of the things that emerges out of that is the concept of democracy okay well we are told that we have democracy but it's actually bourgeois democracy it's not democracy for everyone, it's democracy for a few, right? That's what we need to understand. It's not democracy for everyone. For the broad mass of 8 billion people to truly have democracy, there has to be a fundamental change, a systems overhaul. Now that systems overhaul is not gonna happen, you know, oh, I got my gun, I'm gonna go shoot people. Well, they have bigger fucking guns and a lot more guns than you can imagine but there's something more powerful than guns it's consciousness so the consciousness has to raise where a you don't need everyone but a critical mass of people need to understand the system dynamics that's where it has to start that wait a minute there is no democracy going to come from their undemocratic bourgeois democratic systems that it only can occur in a very different way it's got to occur bottoms up and that bottoms up means the individual. One individual needs to understand this dynamic and be able to lead. And another individual needs to be able to understand and lead. Now, just to let you know, we have about a half a billion people, by the way, all over the world know about our existence. In the United States, it's like state-controlled media. They actively try to make me invisible. But if I travel anywhere in the world, you have people running up to you, oh, I saw your video, I saw your video. Half a billion people know about our videos and they know we saved hundreds of millions of people's lives. It is the invisibility that's created by people like fucker Carlson that 
is anti-democratic. So the way we fight it is that we go offline, we go on the ground, we hand out our flyers, we get our bumper stickers, and we educate people. But the real democracy is going to emerge when enough people, you don't need a lot, understand the physics of what I'm sharing, and particularly about the not-so-obvious establishment. When we break away from the Trumps and the Tulsi Gabbards and Vivek the Snakes and all these people who they have a whole crew of people doing, and they raise their consciousness and they don't get fooled, the democracy that'll emerge from that consciousness will be a real democracy. And it would be wrong of me try to impose that will and say, this is how it's going to be because you get back to fascism. So what I'm trying to say is the model of the emergence of the kind of society you want to create is going to come from the sum total of people raising their consciousness and understanding the system's dynamics. And this may be a deep concept to understand, but that is how all changes really emerge. And that'll occur to flip of a switch. So one thing I recommend you do is get system and revolution. There's a chapter in there called phase transition, but we have not seen what real democracy is. And real democracy will come when you have enough people understanding how they're screwing you. Understanding how Booby Kennedy is not a fighter for freedom. Understanding how Trump is. It's easy to see the Bushes and the fascists. But these people are the people that are keeping us away from real democracy or Sadhguru, all these fools. Does that make sense, William? I don't want to. Um, I can do a whole talk on this, but it is about raising consciousness that is going to really result. And raising that consciousness is going to come from the understanding of system science. Next question. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a person here. I'm sorry. We've been keeping someone on hold. Hi, uh, somebody on hold. Can you tell us who you are, where you're from, and what your question is? Go ahead. You're live. Yes. My name is Edward Zach. I'm actually um, from the Look, Connecticut, New Cain, Connecticut. Myself and my wife, Anne, we're both healthcare practitioners. I'm a dentist. She's a nurse. We got you on YouTube. We're very much into your movement. I'm an elector. I want to hook up with people in Connecticut also to um, to, to uh, get, get, get our signatures to get you on the ballot. And basically, when I'm in my office, when it is appropriate, I do admire your videos, but when it's appropriate with the adults there, I plan for my patients in the operatory, and people are really kind of bewildered where these, where these videos are coming from. They think it's television. So basically, I give a flyer. I'm quite appropriate. I give them your card, and I'm just turning people on to your movement as much as I can. And I'm really looking forward to getting together with other people in Connecticut. I'm in southwestern Connecticut. But I'd be willing to travel so we can get together and support each other so we can get the signatures and get moving on this. Yeah, Edward, great having you. I think Crystal said that you were driving. And by the way, to everyone know, if you go to VA Shiva TV or to VAShiva.com, we now have a 24-7 TV channel where we are doing programming. But our programming to shatter the swarm, where we play, Edward, you've seen them, right? We play a health video. We have videos of our movement. Um, by the way, William, just to be clear, we have about a half a million people in our movement. It's not just me. And we're organized all over the world. And we have a leadership program. Okay. But I think, um, so it we do want more and more people to take. So if you know people who are watching Stupid Fox or CNN, tell them to start playing VA Shiva TV in their bars and their nail salons, et cetera, because they're going to learn a lot more. But Edward, I think you were saying, Carissa was saying something really funny. 
that you were driving and you heard one of my videos. You wanted to share that with people where you started cracking up? Oh, yeah. Facebook, he's like, you're just showing the videos. He goes, like, look at these creeps. And I was driving, actually, and then I drove 14 hours to see my mom. I'm taking care of my 94-year-old mom here. And uh, I drove here, and I was listening to it, and it really kept me going. I was listening to your health videos. But you're talking about Booby Kennedy. Um, you called um, uh, Bernie Sanders. Like, look at this freak. And I just, I just started laughing about it. And also the words you said when every kid is born, you said basically they should learn the three words, Booby fucking Kennedy, uh, fucker Carlson, <laughs> And, and um, it, it, it was from the time they're born. And Zionist cocksucker. Uh, Zionist cocksucker. And I just burst out laughing. I played it for my wife a few times. And But it's funny. But, you know, it's so truthful. You have to shake people up because people are so, they're just lazy. And I put myself through school myself. I didn't have anything given to me like Trump did. I was a supporter of him. And I'm totally taken aback. I don't watch any of these news things. But I will put the BAC on it. People are really shocked to see it. They can't believe it. And then when they see your, your you know, your, your background, they're quite impressed. You, know, you can't believe it. Like, well, how come I haven't heard from this before? And I explained everything to them in the appropriate time because sometimes we go off the rails and people, um, you know, they're there to get treatment, and but they're, they're turning on. But some people don't, like you said, like a third of the people forget about, but the people that are on the fence or want some change, I'm making headways, but I'm just really waiting to get a hold of, I think with Nick Rivera, he's another one of the electors, so we can get moving on this. I did send my foreman to the town hall and actually, when I went to the town hall, the people were kind of wondering, oh, who's this guy? And I, Crystal was aware of it because I called her right when I was in town hall. And they're, you know, scrutinizing this thing like this. But they did sign it. And they were just kind of surprised to see that someone's running for president like that. It was a new thing for them. And I sent it to Nick, and he's got it. So we're really looking forward to getting on the ground as soon as possible, even if I have to drive all the way to, um, to Nick to see him. But the whole way when I was driving to, to, from, to Kentucky from Connecticut, I really admire your videos. I'm really sold on everything that you say. And, you know, and the way you put things, you don't sugarcoat it. I think it's, you're awesome. And so I really believe in you. And my, well, so my well, wife well, and hopefully well, everybody well, else does too. Well, one of the things we can do is please set up time this Sunday for me, you, and Nick, and I'll help you guys because I love working with leaders at the local level in Connecticut. Uh -huh. But we put together a strong plan on collecting signatures. There's a format that we uh -huh. have. So let's set it up. If you meet with Suresh, he owns the Northeast, and I'll work with you guys. Let's get that done ASAP, okay? The other thing, you know, I just want to let you know, uh, when I was getting ready for this town hall, I put a tweet out which said, you know, Shiva for President Town Hall on Healthcare at 8 p.m. Our topic will be on resilience. We shall also discuss the dangers of Zionist cocksucking and its effect on molecular pathways of the esophageal region throat as experienced by Booby F.A. Kennedy, Okay. So we have a lot of fun yes. in our campaign, okay? But well, we really yeah, have to understand what. Humor is great, really. I really love it. It's really right. It's a, you don't sure about it. I love it. I really do. All right. So and and the other thing is, it's really interesting because, I mean, we can have discussions on all different levels, guys. But a couple mm -hmm. of uh, on was it Saturday? We had our big systems health event. I mean, it was a big. Uh, you know, people learned about systems. We had a lot of people in the healthcare world who came in. It was a three-day intensive. On the second day, I had a dinner at my home. And then uh, we, it was like one in the morning, right? Yeah. So we decided to do a Twitter space. And one of our uh, uh, healthcare educators in training, Bonnie Jones, we were really saying that these people of the swarm, they get away with murder and part of what they do is they manipulate us to thinking they should get undue respect. And we're really breaking up people's neural networks. So we said, 
And it was right when Fucker Carlson had done a video with another CIA operative called Mike Benz, who had literally plagiarized all my material. And, and Fucker Carlson was promoting him as a national hero who had uncovered the censorship infrastructure. So we're figuring out how to hit Fucker really hard. So we said, yeah, he was at a national ball licking conference. Very hilarious. Bonnie came up with this. And so we said, yeah, so let's do a Twitter space. And it was funny. We titled it Fucker Carlson at Tucker Carlson, uh, Zionist ball liquor. And we said the time, the need for a national conversation. So we it very sophisticated. So the funny thing was this was late. And we had like about 1,000, 2,000 people on. But these were the, some of the most intelligent people I've seen. They were asking wonderful questions. No one had an issue with the language. I think all the fucker Carlson fans were like, fuck, we don't want to be involved in this. So we distilled out all the idiots who want to follow these people, and we found gold. So please, teach your kids those three phrases. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone. So please do that, right? Because it's really important. What you're doing is they have literally programmed and brainwashed you to bow down to these fools and they are evil human beings. So please use fucker Carlson, Zionist cocksucker and booby fucking Kennedy. Your kids will appreciate it. They'll grow. Their neurons will expand. Have fun. Next. All right. We'll go uh, to a couple more questions. Uh, Fatima, do you have another question? I'll unmute you, or what, is this from earlier, maybe? Yes, yes, I, I have a question uh, for uh, Dr. Sheila. Dr. Sheila, thank you so much for uh, coming up, and uh, you are very uh, uh, authentic and original. Thank you for being that. Uh, my question is, uh, the indigenous ancient science, like Hindu ancient knowledge, um, ancient knowledge or African or American indigenous knowledge, which are supporting consciousness and well-being of humanity are being swept or being silenced. How uh, can you ensure that the consciousness knowledge science-centric is preserved? Yeah, great question. So let me repeat the question Fatima is asking is a wonderful question. So, you know, you have thousands and thousands of year, year old of indigenous knowledge in all cultures, Scottish culture, Celtic culture, uh, a Native American culture, African culture, Aboriginal culture, uh, Chinese, all cultures, Lappies in Finland. Everyone has ancient systems of knowledge, which came out of thousands and thousands of years of test and, um, you know, failures and successes. People would eat this plant. Oops, someone got killed. And by the way, they've seen gorillas, by the way, in the wild eat about a hundred plants. And when they get a headache, a gorilla knows to go to which plant to eat, you know? So thousands of years, indigenous people have learned systems of knowledge. And those systems of knowledge, and even in the United States prior to 1913, you know, many indigenous systems of medicine existed until the Rockefellers came in, destroyed those created medical schools, and they actively suppressed these systems because they wanted to create their vertically integrated system of pharmaceutical drugs, 
integrated with sort of this medical system where the body was taken apart as parts. Anyway, that's where we're at. Well, I took my effort, my time, my knowledge, my brain trust, because I was exposed to this ancient system of Indian medicine. And I got all these four degrees from MIT and I won all their awards. And I'm in an interesting position because they can't really fuck with me because I got that MIT PhD and I've published in all their journals. And on top of it, I created Cytosol to validate ancient systems of medicine and I've published. So we have a huge opportunity for our movement now where Fatima, we are taking those ancient systems of medicine. In fact, in India, we're going through all the ancient palm leaf manuscripts we're finding these formulations, and then we use our technology, Cytosol, through our Open Science Institute. And we're saying, this is why this works, and then we publish it. So we've checkmated them. Now, how are we doing this? We're doing this with a relatively small staff because our technology is so powerful. Imagine what would happen if we went direct to people, which is one of our solutions we're going to roll out at our Open Science Institute. We say, hey, look, let's support we, the people, fund our own research. That's what we're going to be doing. We have the infrastructure. So I could have stayed in that world of their world, but I left it, but we have a technology. It's like we have, you know, what they say, imagine the aliens come from another world. And they have a weapon that can take over the world. Well, that's what Cytosol is. We have a weapon, a platform that can do research better and faster than them. And we validated it. They've even validated it. So that re that technology, that platform, Fatima, is what we are using. And so keep an eye out. Get on our mailing list. Make sure you go to shivaforpresident.com or truthfreedomhealth.com because we're going to open out uh, the uh, in the in, we're going to do an open house just on Cytosol, Open Science Institute, where all of you can contribute or you can find. There's a lot of people with a shitload of money. And they just give money to these fools. And there may be mavericks. We say, we don't even need 100 million. Give us one 100th or one 1,000th. And we'll go after all these major diseases, which we, as I just showed you with all these major diseases, and we can run these compounds through it in combination. And we can find out if it works or not. And we can publish so we can validate these ancient systems of medicine. That's the power that we have. And we've done it. And so... Come to that open house. So that's our truth model, right? Science. We do real science. We do real freedom fighting with our movement here. And then we have our health educational movement where we're training people to become systems health educators. You see, we don't really freaking need them. I hope that answered your question, Fatima. Next question. We'll go to Rajesh. Okay, uh, Dr. Shiva, uh, Dr. Shiva, I got two things. Uh, uh, I need your time to, on marketing for uh, system health in uh, Asia, in Singapore, Malaysia. Second thing is I have a, a guerrilla warfare tactic, how to get you visibility on the ground. Uh, when can we talk about that? Yeah, so two things, Rajesh. When we had our first meeting, you should email me because I asked you to send me a plan, okay, your plan. So send it to me, you know, like a project plan so I can review it and we can meet on uh mondays or wednesdays and tuesdays are good for me send an email to manju and she'll set up time okay by the way okay. rajesh is in southeast asia this is a global movement so we um you know um the systems health program rajesh let me share that with 
um, everyone here. I'm gonna share that with you guys. Um, you can see what we put together and everyone's invited to our workshops, right? We will do an open house, I think tomorrow, okay? Let me bring it up. Is it Friday or the following Friday? I forget. But yeah, um, but we're doing a program and you will really understand what systems health is. And by the way, um, so I encourage you guys to go there, but we have a very strong workshop schedule. It's theory, laboratory, and practice. And we can bring this anywhere in the world. You will learn the foundations of systems. We will teach you one of the ancient systems of Indian medicine. You will then learn modern systems biology. Uh, we take a lunch break. You'll learn traditional Chinese medicine. You're literally gonna learn all the ancient systems of medicine. And then you will see the interconnection among these systems of medicine. And then we teach you a very important area of physiology called circadian physiology. And then we break, so that's theory. And by the way, this is supplemented with about 100 hours of online course material. And this is original material that integrates Eastern and Western systems of medicine. We teach you how turmeric, one of the very powerful herbs, snake root, and there's many, many other herbs we have, but you'll learn these systems of medicine. Then everyone here gets educated on the use of a very powerful tool, which you can use to understand how the body is a system, homeostasis, allostasis, and then we'll do a live demonstration. And then we teach you how to help other people. It's a learn, teach, and serve model. And then we actually we actually take indigenous systems of medicine and show that in most cultures, no one ate the same teas, no one drank the ate the same foods. And then we share experience. And then finally, the third day, we teach you a very, very ancient form of meditation and yoga. We then introduce you how you can become a trainer to help other people. We can't, it's not, you don't become a doctor, but you become a system self educator, an ambassador. And so this is a complete program that everyone can get involved with. We give people scholarships if you're Truth for New Health um, uh, warriors, right? Um, we uh, give you a whole bunch of stuff where you can get involved. Those of you who want to actually create, let's say you say, hey, I want to go into my own business doing this. We have a program for that. You can use these tools. You can give them away for free. You can create a model on it, but we're literally creating an entire program where we are going to have you know, hundreds of thousands of systems health educators, and they are going to revolutionize the world of medicine because they're taking it from a systems approach. So Rajesh, um, I think in December or January, we wanted to do this in Southeast Asia. We can do that. Last question. I think we have one more, right? Crystal? Okay, and then we're going to have to freeze that because it's 11.06 in the interest of time. Please don't ask uh, any questions outside of yep. tonight. Yeah. Hi, Dr. Shiva, Jerry Arnowitz. How are you? Good, Jerry. Can you, how's your how's your ear doing? All right. I ask you, yeah, I have my uh, hearing aid in this okay. evening so I can hear you. So I just have a very simple. Do you support Israel's right to exist? Okay. As I, a nation. What does this have to do with what we're talking about, Jerry? Healthcare. I asked it to be about healthcare. So Jerry, I've seen you put tweets out there. And if you want to have a talk about Zionism, that's what we should talk about.
but you don't want to have that discussion. You're asking the same old biased Zionist question. That question doesn't mean anything. Even the, you know, the ICG just said Israel is a colonizer of these people. But the bottom line is you cannot conflate Judaism with Zionism. Okay. And that's what you're doing. And you don't want to talk about that. When many Jews have already addressed that question. The bottom line is Israel is a theocratic nation. It's the only state where it is illegal to have interracial marriages. All right? So let's get it clear. The solution is a secular state. A secular state that's not based on theocracy. A secular democratic state. And even Jews in Israel want that. But Israel is a Zionist hoodlum state that does not have any regard for neither Jewish people who want demo democracy or the Palestinian people. So if you don't want to understand this, then there's nothing really to talk about. And look, I have a lot of friends who are Jewish. When it comes to the Zionist question, it's black and white, actually. You have to, it's basically, do you want slavery or do you believe in slavery? It's that simple. So you have to get your head out of your ass. And I know you support our campaign. You love the work I do. But on this question, you must cross that line. And you must say that I can be Jewish, but I'm not a fucking Zionist. Zionism is racism in the service of imperialism. You cannot be a Nazi and say that, you know, you love all people. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. Okay, and that's what you're trying to say. You've been bamboozled by Zionists. So Jews need to, Jews who want to truly be Jewish need to get their head out of their ass. It's that simple. And by the way, Zionists are anti-Semitic. So Israel was founded on the premise of Zionism and it was not founded on democratic principles. So if you want to keep asking those same kindergartner questions, you need to ask the right questions, man. The question you need to ask is, what is Zionism? And who created Zionism? That's what you need to ask. And Jewish people need to realize that they've been fucked by Zionists. That Hitler collaborated with the Zionists. Zionists collaborated with Hitler to butcher Jewish people in the Warsaw Ghetto. So go study your fucking history. And don't ask me fucking dumbass questions. Get over it. Yeah, we'll over go it, on. Okay? We actually I've been doing this for a long fucking time. And the ceasefire now movement is run by liberal Zionists who ceasefire now is a pussyfoot slogan, which means two steps forward for Israel, one step back. And all it means is occupation, occupation, occupation. And by the way, Jerry, you may be Jewish, but understand that 70 million non-Jewish people are ultra-Zionists, Christian evangelical Zionists. You don't need to be fucking Jewish to be Zionist. So why the fuck are you a Zionist? Stop being fucking dumb. It's holding you back.
And this is the way you need to speak to Jewish people. I'm sorry. A lot of Jewish friends I know who've gotten over it. And if they call you anti-Semitic, you fucking call them anti-Semitic. Zionists are anti-Semites. Don't let them fuck with you. Don't let them fuck with you by trying to make put you on the defensive. You go on the offensive. Zionists are anti-Semitic. Go look at how the Zionists treat black Jews in Israel. They're racist motherfuckers. And all these Zionist cocksuckers were absolutely fine by seeing the butchering of Palestinians. Vivek the snake, I'll put these Palestinians with their heads. Fuck you, motherfucker. And you got to be get angry over this shit because America has been occupied by Zionism. I don't see any Zionists going to Iraq. I didn't see any Zionists fighting in Vietnam. Poor whites and poor blacks went and fought there. So you should get fucking angry and do not let them call you anti-Semites and do not use the word Jews. That's what these America First people do. It's Zionism. There's a lot of Jews who are anti-Zionist. And there's a lot of non-Jews who are Zionists. There's a lot of Muslims who are Zionists. Most of the Saudi sheiks are Zionists. There's a lot of Indian Hindus who are Zionists. So speak with force and authority on this issue. Americans have been made to be pussies on this issue. And Trump is a Zionist fucking apologist. Okay? His, he exists because he has fucked with the American evangelical working class. He's a fucker. Stop following Trump. He has abused the American white working class. And you need to know that you're being fucked with. Wake the fuck up, especially if you're white and you're working class and you think Trump is helping you. He's a motherfucker. He really is. Why is it 98% of the congressmen in the United States all get funding from APAC? The biggest Jewish lobby. Why? Who controls this country? Zionists. This is one of the most central issues. I went to an all Zionist school. All right? They thought they were the chosen fucking people. No one told me about MIT. I was a number one student. Vivek the Snake is a fucking Zionist because Brahminism is Zionism. Anyone who believes the 0.001% are better than other people, Zionism equals Brahminism equals Nazism. It's anti-fucking-American. So, Jerry, get your head out of your ass. Stop asking if uh, uh, do you support the right for Israel to exist. What the fuck is that question? It's a brainwashed question. Some fucking Zionist told you to ask that question. You don't even know what that question means. Our movement is for intelligent people who want to be self-reflective and who want to fundamentally change things. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what, and you have an opportunity, Jerry, get over the shit, start collecting signatures and stop apologizing for fucking fascists. You got to cut the cord, man.
You're still sucking on Zionist titty. Let go. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's this disgraceful. Exactly. Next question. This is the last one. It is actually on healthcare. I pre-screened it. Go ahead, Art. Uh, hello, Dr. Shiva. I wanted yep. to ask what DeAndre was trying to ask as well, and that is how do you get off of allostasis? Is there a, a, a way that's a real yes. detox or is it mental? Yeah. yeah, so let's talk about that. So you should go to Systems Health. Okay, I can't explain, but here's the deal. Understand that, first of all, um, let me put it to this way. In System and Revolution, I talk about this example of an airplane, okay? So if you have, or let's even look at cars. You know what an SUV is, right, Art? Oh, yes. Okay, an SUV is a very different kind of car than a Ferrari, right? Sure. All right. And the example I give is, so a SUV was created for what? Hauling cargo, right? Uh, it's a little bit higher. Would you go around a curve, a hairpin curve at 100 miles an hour in an SUV? No, I don't. Uh, I can't drive 65. No, what I'm saying is you wouldn't go that fast, right? Because your car would tip over. Remember? Sure. So uh -huh. when SUVs first came out, remember people were <laughs> turning over their SUVs? You remember that? All right. But a Ferrari can go around a curve very fast, right? It can hug the road. You have two very different systems which were created for two very different features. They have two very different system parameters. One is fast moving. It's for transport. The other is for storage. Would you agree? Sure. Well, I just use two very powerful words, transport and storage. So in system science, there's three vectors or three phenomenon that can describe any system. Transport, conversion, and storage. And these are systems parameters. So I'm trying to teach you sort of 120 years of thermodynamic theory in like one minute. Okay. But the bottom line I'm is I'm trying to get people out of allostasis that I know right. and they, they just can't, well, they well, think Israel's okay, but they don't realize it's identity theft. Right. But the bottom line is every system has a particular set of constitutional parameters. Okay. So when you look at a human being, my constitution and where my body likes to behave can be very different than yours. You agreed? Certainly. You may be fast moving. You may talk fast. You may think a very different rate. Someone else may be a little bit slower, but they're, um, you know, they're, it's a different quality of a being, right? No one's better, but they have different homeostasis. That's the first thing. All right. Now, let's say you were designed to be a Ferrari, but you've been working in a way that you've been driving around like an SUV, right? So you're off course. And you've been doing that for enough, that's allostasis. And if you've been doing that so long, you don't even know that you're a Ferrari. You got what I'm saying? Yeah, but I want to get the other guy off. I feel like I'm in homeostasis. Right. I've just always been there. Right. I'm like so, a bullseye. So but that first, poor guy who can't figure out, get right. himself off of the hizzo kick, you know? So the first step is for people to understand they are in allostasis art, okay? Step one. And what does, what, where is where is, you know, from a dimensional perspective, where is homeostasis? Got it? Where are mm -hmm. they and where do they need to get back to? 
Now, this phenomenon of where you are and where you need to get back to, it, and explaining that, making the individual understand that, is the fundamental uncovering that I've done, Art. All right? Pursuit does, of homeostasis. Well, first of all, to explain, first of all, you're in allostasis, and this is where you need to be. That little diagram I did for you that I have took mm -hmm. about 40, 40 years to figure out that. But behind that diagram is what I call a mathematical theory, which I teach in the class. I could teach to anyone to draw. You learned it, right? You learned it. Anyone who goes through that class can now learn this is allostasis. And how do you get back to homeostasis? How do you get back home? Home. That's what it's called. Homeostasis. Now it is this. And how do you get back there is to recognize that, A, you are not in homeostasis. <laughs> a, B, C, awareness, behavior, and change. First of all, people need to become aware. Then they need to change the behaviors. Well, the behaviors are what foods you're taking, what supplements you're taking, what activities you're doing. Because each one of those either keep you in homeostasis or bring you back on the path. It's literally like driving an airplane, Art, okay? Mm-hmm. So have you gone through the Truth From Health Warrior program? I've been watching all your videos, but I have not gone through the uh, Go through program that. itself. So, you know, I gave away the whole tool. The problem is a lot of people think they know it all and don't go study it. So that's why I'm relaunching Systems Health. I want to create a set of people who help educate people. First of all, are you in allostasis and how do you come back? And I'm the ideal is that what, what I uncovered was that everything in the universe has the properties of transport, conversion, and storage. I and, agree. And wherever you are, it's very freeing because there's no one diet that you need to do. It's about understanding this alchemy to go from here to here. So it's very liberating for people. So yes. So come, come to our systems health event. I think is if there's one tomorrow, we'll do one on Friday or we'll do one every Friday. So Systems Health is going to be our solution for health educators. Cytosolve Open Science Institute is going to be our uh, our vehicle of solutions for people who want to really protect indigenous medicine, find out what works. And our the Truth from Health movement interconnects all those. But it's good We're to have you. We're studying all of it. You have a hell of a lot of material online. It's a lot of stuff we put together, man. Really and, amazing. And it's deep stuff. And that's why all this knowledge we put together gives us the opportunity to shatter the swarm. But people have to get over their egos and they have to study this. They have to, and the best people, students I find are people who actually don't come from any of these worlds and actually willing to study it fresh. And they, and they grow very, very quickly. Well, the resistance that I'm finding in people that are actually miserable is just, you wish you could help them, you know? I wish I could tell them well, we're gonna which do thing it. to do, you know? Well, you will learn that and they will learn what's right, okay? So for example, I'll give you a simple system. Someone's always hyped up, right? They're always wired and anxious all day long and they've been living right. like that. Well, so if you look at this phenomenon of transport conversion storage, they have high transport, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's where they've been living. Well, what now you go to a substance like, I'm not, I don't have a cup of coffee here, coffee. Coffee has a property of high transport. Mm. So if you're living in that world and you keep drinking coffee, you're never going to come back down. Okay. It's not going to help it. That's it's not sure. going to help it. So how do you, how do you, what, what lowers transport inertia? 
There are other foods that bring you back the other direction. Fats, okay? I don't suppose you're going to say India Pale Ale. I'm not going to IPA I'm, beer. I don't know. We have to. I, I don't. You know, we have to look at what the properties of beer are. It may. I would. I'd love to know about uh, beer. But, actually, yeah, there, beer has certain properties, but it depends on what the beer is made of. Okay, it could be made just for me, though. You could. We could make a beer just for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what this. You is. probably could. It gives you incredible freedom. Okay, that's what it does. And and that's why every four years, they always have some stupid diet. Okay, everyone do keto. Everyone now do fats. Everyone do this. And people do keto, then have pro problems with their electrolyte levels. Okay, now we're going to have to take these electrolytes. Now we have to. So everyone's always balancing this shit. Meanwhile, if they learn the framework, they don't need any of these diets. Well, if you move to Hawaii, I guarantee we'll get you the governorship. All right, we'll we'll keep running. <laughs> you know, we're here to shatter we'll them. Right? We're here to we're here to educate you guys to be leaders, to understand this, and we're providing the tools so you guys stand up on their own your own two feet and you guys become your own warriors with the right science, with the right tools. So that's why my running for president gives you guys the opportunity to lead. Zach, who just called, him and Rivera are going to become amazing leaders in in uh, Connecticut. Well, you know, on that topic, uh, right. this might sound silly, but have you heard of those free and equal elections debate in one week? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let's talk about this later. It's eleven twenty, but okay. I yeah, yeah. Your question. They didn't invite you, huh? No, those people are all those not so bastards. obvious establishment booby. They might be uh, Zionists. What do you think? I don't know. Go talk to them. Um, okay. Ninety-nine percent. Ninety-nine to one. Yep, we're going to do our own debate. You'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Well, thanks for that great aloe uh, stasis. That was another little yep. tweak that I really loved. Yeah, so everyone here, if you want to honor the material and what work our movement has done, number one, go get a bumper sticker. Okay, this is easy. You put it on the back of your car. It's a lazy man's activism. 100,000 people see it. If you want to go to the other end and really learn this, become a Truth From Health warrior. It's a way you're contributing to the movement. And then after you go through that, you can give, give it away to kids, as many as you want. And then we're going to do, we're going to have solutions. 2024, solutions, solutions, solutions. One solution is you becoming a leader. Get on the ground. Leaders overseas, like Rajesh, is going to have a program, right? In Canada, we're going to have a different program. But all of you will be forced, <laughs> kicking and screaming, to do something, to focus on something, to get shit done. And you will grow from it. You will have to have some discipline and you will become a free human being. You'll be off the freaking plantation, okay? All right, everyone, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to share this and get involved, get involved, get involved after this Tonight, don't just go back and just watch videos. I enjoy you. I'm glad you're watching videos, but you got to get on the ground, okay? Thank you. Be well. Be the light. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Sheep. Yep. So to everyone in social media world, this was a long live. Um, to all of you, you know, get on the ground.
um, help us get signatures. We appreciate um, those of you who called in. We hope this is valuable. Um, but anyway, this is Dr. Shiva Adure. Um, be well. Um, be the light. And I'm going to play uh, one of our closing videos for you guys, um, or which was actually our opening video. I'll end with our opening video. All right, everyone, let's build, build the bottoms up movement. Go to shiva for president.com and volunteer.